Throw up all the AKs right now. Let me drop the... Wait, hold on. Let me drop the open. Let me drop the open. Welcome Bam. back to the okay, right. strange situation. Let's show off some, uh, some Bakelite. Some Russian Bakelite. Yeah, there you go. Make sure you guys uh, subscribe. Okay, come on. Let's do AK Jazz Hands, people. Come on. I hope you've got your 762 by 39 panties on. Uh, uh, 545? Oh, look at that. Excuse you? Baby face is showing off. Do I need to go get some 762? I'll get some 762. No, no, that's cool. We are live. We are live. (laughs) Um, Welcome back to the Hank Strange situation. This is episode 387. We're going to do AK-47 talk with our guest Patrick from AccuTech. Accu-Tech Arms, for those who are listening. If you want to look it up, it's A-C-U-T-E-C Arms. Um, those are the guys that are building an AK for me. They make a uh, a bull barrel for an AK. Am I wrong with that, uh, Patrick? No, that's that's right. We have one step down versus the standard nine. Oh, okay. Yes. So we've got we've got Patrick here. We and and he's in the shop. He's in the Accutech shop. So we'll get to see some other guys. We've got Walter Keller. We're doing a nice little quad screen tonight here. We got Walter Keller. He's got. Walter, uh, what AK is this, Walter? This looks so. Uh... Actually, this is actually well. The receiver's not Polish, but all the other hardware and parts are. Yeah, Polish I, I like that stock. Oh, the laminated, laminated Polish stuff is like, mm. it's like, it's like awesome. Mm. <laughs> yeah, Walter showing off. Walter showing mm-hmm. off. Yeah, yeah, baby <laughs> face. You, you, can, huh? you. If, if you've got a milled receiver, you can buy the the Polish uh, stocks and put it on it. But yeah, now Babyface has his crank that he's really proud. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Tactical crank with my my home built yeah. optic. Yeah, and uh, and Patrick, you know what, Patrick? I'm gonna call you Styles P, man. I'm gonna call you Styles P. I know right. there's already another Styles P, but I'm gonna call you Styles P because there's Babyface P, who's also named Patrick, and then you're Patrick. That's right. Yeah. So now you got to be Styles P, man. Uh, now stop! Now stop yeah. your shit, man! I got myself a Draco. Oh, Come back on no. How's the uh, how's the, the the two by four on the front? The pine, the pine oh, handguard. No, oh. no, no, no self respecting. Why are you start? You are starting hate early. No self respecting Romanian would say Draco. Okay. Draco. What is it? Draco, what is yes, it? Like okay. Yeah, that's what you say. That yeah. Yeah. Are you planning on doing some drive bys? What's that? Are you planning on doing some drive-bys? Was, you know. The access. Once again, yeah. you can't fix that one thing. <laughs> stupid. You can't fix stupid, man. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, so, um, so Patrick, what we were talking about is, um, have you ever heard of the what's the name of the rapper again? I forgot his name. Uh, Kodak. Kodak Black. Yeah. Yeah. So Kodak Black apparently went to a store in Florida. Bought a Draco, did the background check, lied, said that he wasn't under any kind of indictments or anything, nice. lied, then rented a Porsche, yeah. and then <laughs> tried to roll up on someone and drive by their house, drops the Draco outside the house. Leaves it. Yeah, crashes the Porsche not far away and leaves that. And then says it's not him. Yeah. Hey, if he's going to go with one felony, let's just go with Mini, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah okay, I, guess. I guess you might as well go all in. Walter, what are you trying to show us there? What is that? Uh, well, you know how I was making the 30 millimeter shot glasses? Oh, okay. 
Well, here's a, we did a little engraving with the milling machine today. So. Oh, that is cool looking. So, I like it. Does yeah, it, make that better. It, it happens to have some stuff in it. Hold so it up. I'm, hold it. Oh, you're drinking oh. something in it. Oh. Inaugur inaugurate the uh, the oh. shot glass with a little okay. bit of. Well, uh, I only got water. I don't know about I got, stuff. <laughs> I got a fat tire. Got a fat, fat tire. tire. Oh. Right. Is that this what is, is that what they call it nowadays? Is that what the kids are calling it? <laughs> this is like double shot size too. So yeah, that is a lot of lot of drink right there. Yeah, so it's yes. a manly shot. Yeah, <laughs> this is this is our last night for the week, so this is going to be pretty pretty insane. Then I'm guessing. Yeah, probably. Since two of us half half the party is is currently boozing it up. So. <laughs> in <laughs> Colorado it's 5 o'clock you know? oh. it's perfect it's 5? yeah that's all you need according to uh, what's no, the name of 8 o'clock oh, what's the name of the guy that um, what's, the, what's that guy that says it's 5 o'clock somewhere like everyone in Florida listens to him oh, Jimmy Buffett this, yeah Jimmy Buffett there you go yeah yeah He's got some good marketing guys. <laughs> so listen, I think Patrick, you're the only. You're probably. Did you ever use an AK in, uh, it, like, in combat or anything like that? Yeah. So when I was in Iraq, we'd pick them up all the time because they're just everywhere, right? So they make you turn them in at the end of the day, but the next day you just pick up another one because. How find insane one. is that? Where you're just like, yeah, let's, yeah, let's pick it up. Yeah. I'll, I'll run it over at the Humvee if I care. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Did you find <laughs> any nice ones? I, I actually was a uh, part of the initial evasion into the uh, palace, and we ended up finding that gold-plated AK. Oh uh, man! The FBI uh, warehouse, but that was you, that was my group that found all did that. You, did you get to handle oh, yeah. it at all? Oh, yeah. Lots of pictures. Super cool. That <laughs> That's that awesome. Cool. Yeah. Did yeah. you shoot it? No, no. You get. I mean, you're kind of shocked and odd. You know, you're. I was, yeah. But 18 years old, and I'm like, this is a gold-plated AK. Like, I just <laughs> want to. I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to destroy it. Yeah. No, that's everyone's dream. So that one that you found, oh, you're wait, saying. Wait a minute. Hang on. Don't include me in everyone's dream. You don't want to yeah. go play to AK, Walter? Don't <laughs> lie. Don't lie right now. I, I'd rather have. I'd rather have some of those MP44s they found over there and stuff. <laughs> right. Oh well. Some of the stockpiles okay. that I've I've seen C4 are just ah. Oh, the oh, stuff that they're destroying is just heartbreaking. Yeah. Well. Yeah, that's because that they're just they're just plain stupid. <laughs> yeah, all that stuff all that stuff should be gathered in one place and uh, and made ready for the next revolution. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you just made it to the next country, right? <laughs> yeah. Nothing else. Hire a contractor and make them into part sets, right? Turn. I yeah. see. Flip it a little bit, you know. Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree with you. We should get. Oh yeah. We should get some kind of spoils, man. You know. <laughs> I, Hell I, yeah! Not, hey. AK oh. parts kits? Hell yeah. yeah. That's, that's one of the problems with the whole thing. Now it, now it's the kinder and gentler army where you don't go in and you don't go in and the guys can't get any guns. They can't bring only souvenirs legally. I'm sure they do, but, you know. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Don't, Patrick, do not incriminate yourself. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I was just about to ask. I hear first yeah. wave guys that went in <laughs> had a lot more freedoms than people there now. <laughs> I've been told that. Yeah. You can speak on this, Patrick, without incriminating yourself. And also, you're going to have to talk up because everyone here is pretty rowdy at this yeah. point. So, but, uh, Guys find ways to sneak things back. That's just the way it works, you know? I mean, there's, there's a will, there's a way, right? Oh, yeah. There's yeah. a dude. I heard stories of a dude in maybe Vietnam who parted out a Humvee and got it back overseas <laughs> part by yeah. part. Like, Not mailed a Humvee. <laughs> Not I, I'm, um, geez, yeah, it couldn't be Vietnam. We didn't have Humvees then. Uh, what, did we have? 
M one five. M one five one. There was Jeep Jeeps too there. Yeah. No, I'm sorry, it wasn't Javier. I meant Jeep. It was a it was a Willie's Jeep that he parted out. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Oh well, lots of stuff happened in Vietnam, man. If you look at the if you look yeah. at the movies, right? There's lots of stuff. You know, there's probably soldiers who just walked away and are still in Vietnam, hanging out, living. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> making babies. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Every now and then, there's some uh, whatever the mulatto version is over there. <laughs> you know, there's some babies walking around. <laughs> right. Yeah, you know, there's some Vietnamese people with a big beard like yours, and they're like, "Yeah, we know. Yeah, we that's, know yeah. where you came from." <laughs> Right, yeah. we, we know something happened. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so listen, we're going to talk about AK stuff for all the folks out there. We're going to do AK. I don't know if there's other things you guys want to talk about. I think uh, Patrick is going to give us like a little bit tour uh, tour of the shop there at AccuTech. Um, you know, we can get into this anywhere you guys want to. I see Richard from BWE Firearms out there in the chat. Let me let me go through and shout out everyone really quick. Um, we've got over a hundred people in the chat already. Please smash the thumbs ups. I don't see a hundred thumbs ups. You know, I would appreciate it if I did. If you hate us, thumbs down. That's that's all good. That's all good. If you're not subscribed, make sure you subscribe. Ring the bell so you can be notified when we put up videos. Um, you know, be sure to check out everyone in here. I just want to say, like, everyone here has a YouTube channel. You need to check it out. AccuTech has a YouTube channel, right, Patrick? No, not yet, because we've. I mean, we we released the firearm in October, so we've got a few videos that we've put together, and I've just got to get them up and yeah. uploaded. What now. are you waiting on? Get a get a YouTube uh, channel right okay. now. Things going on at once, but yeah, no, we need to get on that. Yeah, at this moment, while we're doing the show, tell Chris YouTube <laughs> channel. He says, "Go build a YouTube." I, I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> this is what this is what I did the whole time when I was hanging out with those guys at NRA. By the way, so Babyface Walter, you think it's only you guys that I order around? Seriously, <laughs> you can order all you want. You ain't gonna get no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much these guys' plan. Like, yeah, let's just tell Hank. Yes, yeah, sure. Sure, sure, we'll do it. Yeah. Do it. So look out, go look out for all the uh, social media from AccuTech. Walter um, has social media as well. He does have a YouTube channel, uh, Safety Harbor Firearms. And yeah. uh, uh, Babyface P, though, we need to get you guys. Babyface P, we're trying to get him up to 1,000 subscribers. I'm 260 away. I need 260 subs. Yeah, please. We're getting there. Yeah, take your butts <laughs> over to Babyface P and subscribe right now. Let's see. We have more. We have more content coming. Uh, the if anybody is following me on Instagram, you can see that I got some stuff done on the lathe. We got a lot of stuff coming. So yeah, videos will start, and they're not just going to be gun videos. It'll be a lot of machining videos as well uh, as I learn to use the lathe. So it'll be interesting stuff. Yeah, if you have questions, let us know because that's what we do as well. Uh, say that again. Yeah, I, I, I'm sorry. Say that again because you didn't come in clearly. Oh, Patrick. if he needs help with that, we are a machine shop first. That's where we kind of started. So oh, yeah, okay. so I don't. You can't get me started because I'll talk about it all night. But I just picked up a LeBlond 13-inch heavy-duty lathe that was built in the 30s, 1932, 33. Massive old beast. You just um, picked up a LeBlond. That's what I heard. Uh, <laughs> did Did this break up again? No, 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 no. Oh, God, you're it's killing not. me. You're making me think that the, the – because you keep telling me the cable's going bad he's on this just, He's just messing. I'm he just messing with you. With you. I'm just messing with you. Um, I just heard the yeah, LeBlanc part. I picked up a LeBlanc. Yeah, so, so learning to use it and everything is going to be really exciting. Yeah. 
Um, no, we we are definitely going to talk about machining since these guys are into machining. This is what they do. Oh yeah. Um, let me show. This is the channel I'm showing right now on the screen. Babyface P. Go to the channel. Seven hundred and eleven people subscribed. Let's try to get that up. You know, let's see. Can can we get to that thousand in this show? Let's see how close we can we can get to that. Maybe we'll make. Uh, I'll I'll we'll we'll you know I'll put one of those filters on Babyface's face. If so we get there. can I can I jump right in with an Accutech question? Yep. Sure. The bull barrel that you guys make, is it basically do you just punch the pin out of your AK, press your barrel out, and it's made to pretty much fit the, the trunnion? We'll fit your standard trunnion, yeah. So okay, I mean cool. yeah, anything will work. So we, we built the entire front end to fit a standard AK. So all your standard hand guards, uh, if you have a quad rail, something like that, it all fits over our gas tube and barrel assembly. Uh, that was kind of one of the things that we wanted to build. So we can't go any bigger on that barrel. It is mm -hmm. the max size to be able to fit standard handguards. Have you guys seen some major differences in like barrel whip and stuff like that from the, the thicker barrels? So I've got a buddy with a hand, uh, with a slow-mo camera, and that's one of the videos we're working on is we want to go out and like compare the two and see the wobble. But I mean, for every step down you have, you know, there's going to be more wobble, especially on an AK barrel that has those yeah. harsh step downs where we only have the one step down and it's tapered. So I would imagine most of that wobble is going to go away just based off of mechanical background, right? Yeah, cool. I want to yeah, see that wobble. I want to see what happens there myself. That's pretty yeah, interesting. Yeah, I mean, looking at the pictures, I'm on the Firearm blog from the 2019 SHOT Show picks that they had up, and it oh, is yeah. just the barrel and and uh, gas block and everything in the white is super pretty. Yeah, let me the see. Where is that article? I saw that. that is I, I have one sitting on the table, so. Ah, oh, it is, it is. Yeah, show us the one you have then. Why am I even looking awesome. for the pictures? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, let me, yeah. let me make this. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Okay, I'm making and the cool screen. thing I that see, looks good. So you guys are doing, you guys are doing a rear sight that is notched? Is that how that works? So this, uh, you can basically punch this out. It's just dovetailed in, and now you yeah. can fit a uh optic back there as well. oh that's sweet so it's a piece of picatinny so you could fit anything picatinny on it yeah if anyone's cool. gonna love this i know it's gonna be babyface no i'm i'm about it it's really neat yeah yeah so, so and then the other part is, is we made this a clamp on as well mm -hmm. so now you can actually adjust whatever furniture because <laughs> i love you know i really love filing in my hand guards it's, oh, it's, it's great you it's know you my favorite thing to do for seven hours right <laughs> he's not being sarcastic he's not being sarcastic <laughs> right i mean the stuff people do to try to customize an ak right mm -hmm. yeah uh unless you're like walter walter wants them all original right walt well if you start out original yes if oh, okay. you start if you build it that's different but yeah, right technically there's not really many very many original ak's unless you get something pre-banned um because if it's got an american-made receiver it's really not original that's, that's so, awesome. um, in my opinion yeah so, right. um, yeah mm -hmm. i mean the only the only affordable originals now are what uh the chinese um uh mac 90s or something like that and even still those are Chinese guns. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. But the Chinese. Every never turn your nose up a Chinese gun. Mm -mm, mm. That freaking thing will run until. <laughs> until Narinko's Narinko's also good stuff. You, you see, you see these uh, these palm tree jockeys running around with these these uh, the, uh, type type. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. All, all corners of the earth, all the palm tree jockeys running around with a uh, with tight fifty sixes with folding bayonets. They'll run till they till till their stocks are fall past. The stocks are falling off them. Yep. I you know. know I, can, I know what the new safety harbor patch needs to be now. <laughs> dude riding a palm tree. Yeah, it needs to be a dude on a palm tree with, a, with an AK. Actually, you see, you see these pictures of captured weapons over there. And they, they originally had a wooden stock, and all the stocks are off in the back. I've seen these pictures where they're just like piles of missing, and they, they, they turn them into, you know, they don't need no stock, man. They just mm. pop, 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 Cause, oh, cause, yeah. yeah, you just you just hold it over the wall. <laughs> you know, do this shit, you know, and it's like, yeah. well, most of them, to be honest with you, most a lot of people, a lot of the com combatants that you run into, first thing, they can't see past the end of their arms because their vision <laughs> sucks so bad. They don't wear glasses and shit. So that right. they got to shoot like that. Just think if they could really aim. Yeah, <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought the veteran was going to be bad, but we got Walter. So yeah, uh -uh, sorry. <laughs> when you no, when you no, no, no quarter for the palm tree jug. Sorry. <laughs> so okay, all right. That, okay, good stuff, Walter. Good stuff. Um, let's see. Um, Warsaw Patriot says you shouldn't even have to file in your handguards. So he, he wants to get that up there. I know there's a bunch of comments and stuff like that uh, coming up. Shout out to everyone who's in here. If you have questions and stuff like that, let us know right now. Um, on a, go ahead. On a virgin barrel, the barrels that I've worked with have all been like total virgin barrels. And you have to, for the handguard retaining plate, you have to file in the groove to flip the little lever over. That's what I'm, that's what I mean by filing in your handguard. And that takes hours with your little, because I, well, I like to do it pretty and have it fit well and tight so it i take a long time to do it mm -hmm. yeah i'm sure there's like a jig out there that would make it really quick with like a dremel or something but i don't own it yeah well what, what do you have to say to that patrick you can just buy ours and then you won't have to do that there you go yeah that's <laughs> <Okay>. right <laughs> that's the correct answer. yeah right yeah okay there you go easy easy answer um so let's see if we're gonna have this ak this ak talk here Maybe we should start like with what's everyone's favorite AK. Um, do you want to do you want to start there? You start, you know. <laughs> so I mean, I like an underfolder. That's why I have this. I know it's not practical. I know. Everyone's no. gonna hate on me because they're gonna be like, "Okay, Hank Strange, that is not even freaking practical." You know, because when you when you unfold the stock, this. I think if you have an underfolder, you probably have to get this like wrapped or I see people put like paracord and things around there. I still don't think that's going to help. Yeah, nope. it's probably not going to help. It's probably not going to help. But I just like yes. it. I just like it for the folding purposes. Okay, yeah. Right. The, the So like what Babyface has with the, uh, what is that stock called? The tri What's the triangular one called? Triangle Triangular. Oh. <laughs> triangle, Russian triangle stock. Okay. Is that what, tri is in Russian... Is triangular triangular in Russian still? Let's assume yes. Yeah. Okay. That's good. Okay. So what? So what is? So babyface, you're saying yours is a crank, right? That's what you're saying. Crank with a with a side folding stock. That's the that is crank. my favorite way to go. Okay. Because yeah. then it folds up, clips in, and yeah. Okay. There's a. You know what? That's pretty cool, actually. But you know what? Those aren't easy to get, right? So those triangular they're, side foldy things. They're easy to get. If you have a lot of money, <laughs> they're really expensive. <laughs> okay. And you know where to get them. Yeah, and you got to yeah, look around. And you know but where to yeah, get they're, they're just stupidly expensive. Yeah. That's what someone needs to make. Hint. To the AccuCheck guys. <laughs> yeah. There are, there, are, there are new 
triangle socks too, by the way. Are there? Who's making that? Who's making those? Well, I know the Bulgarians still make them, and and probably the Russians still make them. And then I think I, I saw something that made in Taiwan too. Yeah. Speaking speaking of that, I got today nice laminated stock. I didn't know where it was made. I got it from Centerfire. Mm-hmm. And it it comes it shows up and there's a sticker that says made in Taiwan. Oh. <laughs> okay. It's a damn, it's a not bad stock, man. Laminated AK stock. Yeah. So. By the way, someone let me just let's just stop here for a second. Someone wants me to shout out Richard Monder apparently became a, <clears throat> a lifetime member of GOA, our friend Richard from uh from the UK. Yeah. Is that correct? Am I am I oh, missing cool. that? Oh, cool. I see that, Richard I saw. Monder. I see someone here is telling Babyface to tell me because I don't pay yes. attention. <laughs> Richard Monder <laughs> became a lifetime GOA member. Oh, cool. Okay. Shout That's out exciting because yeah. he's not even fighting for his own rights. Yeah, he's not even in America. I know. He's in the but UK. Yeah. You know, because the UK is like a whole kind of Game of Thrones situation. Mm. The White Walkers came in and took over. And and, and they won. Yeah, and they won and they lost That's every... That's problem. Yeah, so... Cool. Congratulations. Yeah, somebody, somebody will leave that coffee cup on the table and blew the blow the whole thing. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> and let's see. Hooten in the house says my rifle dynamics AK with uh, with a night CQB suppressor. Oh wow, that's balling. Yeah, yeah it is. It is pretty much. Yeah, Hooten in the house is balling out. Okay, that's I, I respect that. I respect that. So um, what's let's see. Let's go to Walter. What's your favorite AK, Walter? I know you got a, you got a few. And my favorite of all time is like old school milled with a regular stock, um, you know, just because it's solid and stout. And, and that, by the way, the heaviest heaviest barrels for the standard type AKs come on the on the old milled guns. So who so who started this milling thing then? You said the oh, old the school milled. The Russians. The Russians first made sheet metal ones, and then they yep. had issues. They had issues with the receivers, so they went to they went to milled. And then they finally figured out how to make a sheet metal receiver, mm. um, which was – it's a funny story because the Germans that they were holding after the war were experts in sheet metal. But the Russians didn't want them to see the AK, <laughs> didn't want the Germans to touch it. Um, but anyways, yeah, so the Russians first and then they went back to sheet metal. And But it, all, all the major uh, poles that the East Germans ever made a um, – a milled gun. I'm not sure. The Hungarians made a milled gun. Um, most of the most of the Eastern Bloc countries at some point made a milled gun. Chinese make milled guns. So, mm. okay, all right. It goes to show you what I know, which is not much. Brian Quick well, says, our, huh? "Our future plan is to make a milled our in-house as well." Oh, so. okay. Brian Quick says, "You guys and your Gucci AKs." All right, Brian Quick. Let us know what your AK <laughs> is, please. Just put it Lost in there. Lost or ten? Yeah, I'll put it up. So, what's yours, Patrick? What's your uh, what's your favorite AK? For me, running, a, I, I ran a standard Romanian AK for years. That thing, I, I was able to beat the hell out of it and do whatever I wanted. I've got videos uh, where I buried it in the dirt, chucked it down a mountain, ran over it with a dually, and that thing just <laughs> kept going. So, uh, my personal opinion right now, the, the Romanians have a, a pretty solid platform that I enjoy. Uh, I go back and forth between the Romanians and the Bulgarians, but I ran a Romanian for a long, long time, so something like. Boom. Okay. I hear bulgies. I hear bulgies are fantastic too. But yeah, yeah. I mean, we've just beat the crap out of the old Romanian ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. Very cool. I think Walter is off. 
I, I, I sense Walter is off right now getting more guns, babyface. Right. <laughs> right, am I going to have to? When Walter gets back, I'll go get one, too. Okay, oh. he's back. Let me go oh, grab my uh, okay, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> and uh, by the way, where is the uh, Hank Strange special? Do you guys have it? Go ahead, Walter. What do you... <laughs> What did you? I went, I went to go grab um, one of the one of my favorite guns. It, it's it's five four five though. Okay, so, that's uh, awesome. The the, the Polish Tantal <laughs> is a really really sweet shooting five four five gun. Mm-hmm. Um, this particular one here was my first attempt at um, do it yourself receiver. Mm-hmm. So it was actually at a build party. Those things we can't have anymore. No. Yeah. And. Um, I, I I went I was already in FFL when I I went to somebody else's build party, and we bent the receiver and welded in the the rails, and I actually welded this whole gun together. I TIG welded everything all together, and um, and it works fine. But anyway, I went ahead. I, I didn't really care for the Polish uh, folding stock, so speaking of Romanian, I put a nice <laughs> Romanian nice Romanian laminated stock on the back. And this thing is the nicest shooting rifle. Okay, so how do you what's okay? How do you tell the Romanian stock? So that's. Um, it's laminated first thing. Okay. Yep. I don't know if the Romanians ever made any solid wood stocks that weren't laminated. Not that I know of. I think most of them have been laminated. Yeah. Um, this particular one here cleaned up really nice. I couldn't believe how nice it looked after I cleaned it up, but mm-hmm. uh, and I just rubbed it down with tongue oil and and some sandpaper, and boom, it's done. So, yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, Romanian grip, the real McCoy, mm-hmm. that big, like the red, the red color stuff, and and the rest of the parts are Polish and uh, and Keller, I should say, mm-hmm. and uh, and yeah, this thing runs good, yeah. Yeah, so cool. John Blaze gave us five bucks. He says, "What's up, guys? Did you guys ever see the Delta level defense CT42 A other AR15? Um, no, someone's gonna have to look that up right now." That's a lot of letters. Yeah. Here's the other one. Yeah, let's, uh, let's let me, okay, so here, Babyface. What's this, Babyface? What are we looking at? It's a Tula 1969 Tula parts kit that I built. Okay. Was this your first uh, parts kit? Yeah, this is my first AK build, um, and it turned out really, really nice. Sadly, I never shoot this thing hardly. Oh, Okay. But it's a good gun. Still a good gun. It runs great. Right. What do you... Um, now, I heard Patrick back when Walter was talking about 545. Are you anti-545? I, heard- I just... To me, it was Russia's attempt to keep up with the 556. And to me, I think they should have just stayed with a 30 cal. I mean, it's kind of... Everyone's kind of figuring out that, you know, the 223 or 545. I mean, it's a it's a varmint round. It's cool, but I wouldn't go to war with it. Okay. Been there. That wasn't wasn't that much fun. Okay, so anyone has any rebuttals to that? <laughs> I love my five four five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel I feel the same way. I feel the same Soft way. Soft shooting, lightweight. I don't know. I love it. Yeah, actually, you know what? I forgot. Oh man, I'm so mad at myself right now. Go ahead. Looking at cartridges when they were trying to change it up before the AR and that kind of thing. One of the big. Uh, parameters with being able a uh, soldier being able to carry more ammo so that's one of the reasons they went to 556 five, it's light it's a lot lighter you can carry more i mean our daily pack was 300 rounds when i was in iraq minimum 300 rounds right so i mean carrying 300 rounds of 762 you're gonna have to be strong right but a lot of weight. i mean my my thing is is lift heavy shit and get stronger so i just <laughs> 
I like the 30 caliber round and just kind of the things it can do. I mean, mm-hmm. my thousand yards is a 308. Uh, I run 762s. My favorite firearm of all time is the FAL. It's a 30 caliber. I just kind of hover in that. For me, that's that's the round I like. Okay. All right. Understood. You know what I was going to say? I completely forgot. And Walter's showing an AK right now. I, I had to pull out some of those East German magazines. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, Baker Light. Yeah, those Baker are beautiful. Light in the house. Walter. Oh, since since Walter's showing that off, I do have a parts kit downstairs, Walter. Yeah. Uh, that I need to. Uh, a friend just brought it in. He wants some help building it. Where 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 is it from? Can Ooh, you tell? that looks good. East German. East German. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's funny now. It's funny. It's, what I find real kind of amusing now is right now the East, the East German stuff is like in vogue. There was a time, Babyface, you couldn't give those stocks to AK guys. They uh, really? They it's, didn't, they didn't want nothing to do with that plastic junk. It's so lightweight, and it's like the the kit came in, and I took it apart to look at it. It's just weird. I'm, I'm used to the, the hardwood that's on the – or the laminate, at least, that's on yeah. the AK that I have. The plastic is really weird, but he wanted an East Sherman and he got a parts kit and I told him I'd help him build it. Yeah. So I like the bub I like the uh, dots in there. It looks like, you know, Bibs? there's some African for, tribes that do that to their faces. For her pleasure? Yeah. Is that so, what? Yeah. It's called pebbly, pebble. Yeah. <laughs> Pebbled. Okay. All right. It's not it's we're not scar rating our, our skin. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, so here's the thing I was gonna say. I'm so mad at myself because I actually have a five four five bullpup ak and i forgot to bring that thing in i'm Thank so god mad i am so mad i just realized Thank that that god thing's awesome bring that what? abomination it's to awesome. a real man's ak conversation <laughs> oh damn you baby face <laughs> <laughs> that's funny I, 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 didn't, I didn't want to say it i didn't want to oh yeah yeah patrick had to go be have, huh? but it sounds like I haven't seen it, but it sounds like I shouldn't see it. No, it is awesome. I am really mad. I forgot that thing. It's, it's a century. It's a century arms. Uh, um, one abomination. Yes, yeah. it's amazing. It's amazing. It's a, it's a homunculus. Yeah, it's amazing. It's an amazing gun. If it was, if it was a Groza, it'd be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Only good bullpup is a Groza. Oh boy. Oh boy. Okay, let's take a look uh, at this uh, CT4 XVY that John Blaze is talking about. The uh, CT four two A. It looks like um AR pistol. Uh, I'm not really sure what the thing is with it, but it's an AR pistol. Um, cool. Yeah, which is you know I got nothing. I've got nothing against that. So um, you have to let us know, John Blaze, what you uh, specifically like about it. Cool. Yeah, there's you know lots of things like that out there. The uh, the amazing thing with the pistols, those Sig braces now is that. Uh, <laughs> The, the the ATF might as well just stop the stupid SBR nonsense. There's no reason, yeah. Yeah, so um, I can't knock those at all. Um, let's see. Walter's get, grabbing more guns. More guns here. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I got a. I got a. You got the, you got the AK fever going oh, here. So. Rich White. Hey, me, rich White. Do you want me to go get shotguns from downstairs? I can do that too. <laughs> yes. Yeah. If they're in the oh, AK. Walter, Walter's got us covered. We're good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. This is um, one of the uh, recent imports. It's. Actually, this was put together by DDI, but um, or yeah, it was it was put together by them or something. But yes, yeah, the the one that they're based on the they they come out of China. Yeah, I have I have two really nice Saikas in my safe. They're beautiful. I paid next to nothing for you them. You paid zero dollars. 
Because <laughs> they don't belong they don't, to me. Yeah, they do. Because I'm, I'm gonna start charging you guys storage fees every month oh, really? that I have in my safe. Oh, okay. <laughs> Remember, you've got some suppressors at my place. Oh shit, that's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you ever want to see those bad boys ever again, <laughs> uh, Rich White. Uh, I wish I had a smack button right now. Rich White put bullpup AKs are garbage. Unless it's a Groza. If it's a Groza, it's dope. Yeah. Unless you have an original Chinese one or original something or other, yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. Speaking of Chinese, I just keep moving around here. There's more and more stuff every time I turn around. Yeah, Walter's just pulling out guns from... from uh, <laughs> he's just hidden behind a box. Yeah. box Usually stuff. he's not this active, but we're talking AKs. I know. He's whipping them out. Look at yeah. this. He's another? <laughs> Jeez. This is another, actually... Uh, He's not, even, he's not even phased. <laughs> one of the rarer ones in the country. This is a uh, Type 80, uh, Type uh, Type 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 84S, which is, is the, the 223 uh, yeah. Chinese gun. Okay. Is it Norinko Type 84? Yeah, Norinko. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, this but, is a Norinko. Yes, yeah, a Norinko. Yeah. I call dibs. I've always heard Norinkos <laughs> are good stuff. Yeah. I mean, they, well, this one here has a little issue. I don't know. I. I straightened out the gas port, and I think I, by straightening out the gas port on the barrel, I think I blocked part of the gas port. Yeah, because so something else crooked. was bent. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> drilled it crooked. So, um, well, yeah, they did. I didn't do it. Um, yeah. So it needs to, that needs to be fixed. But and aside from that, you know, it's listen. I, send it my way. I'll make sure it's properly disposed of for I'm you. I'm thinking about maybe SBR in this thing or doing something. I don't know. It's pretty plain the way it is. I don't know. It needs it needs to be jazzed up a little bit. It needs some Zenitco yeah. on there. Yeah. It needs uh it needs um well, What would you do with this, Patrick? What would you do? Gold plate it. Fix gold. it and gold plate. Gold, gold plate. There yeah. you go. Patrick is still gold trying plate. to get back his gold plated AK that Arch, he found. Archangel's asking Accutech if they have any plans on making bullpup AKs. <laughs> Oh, I couldn't even say that straight. I'm sorry. rifle, but we do custom stuff for people. You know, if, if someone calls in and says, "Hey, we want to do a custom thing," you know, we we can do stuff, but we just we want to focus more on the production right now. So, uh, getting this rifle out there, getting people to to know our name, and then eventually the milled receiver, and then maybe start toying with stuff like bullpubs, or maybe getting into like long range stuff, PSLs, so on, and do it in a popular American caliber. Do like 308 versus the standard Russian ammo, but that's all. I mean, we've got a plan right now of let's get this standard rifle on the market, then release the milled receiver, and then we can start playing around with other things. Did you say 308? <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Walter pulling out the well, 308. You, I, I, heard, I heard Colt Python. We, we're talking Colt <laughs> no. Python. Oh, now, come right? on now. Wait, so <laughs> now it's you're just... Like, <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. I had I had to get this is more this is the Malat. This is a I had to get you know when the ban happened or the or the stopped the importation. I thought that they would immediately run out of them in a very short period of time, but I think a whole shipload of them showed up. And since the market was kind of flooded with or was, or was so slow, it took I don't know some places still have uh, banned guns or or the Russian guns, so there's been no rush to buy them. So. I don't yeah. know what it's kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, let me see. There's a couple things going on here that Lola wants me to do. I just saw someone said, uh, when are your 
when are when are the uh, when are your guns coming out? I think you can already get them, right? Yeah. So we we released it in October, uh, soft release, and then we did. Uh, you know, we were at Shot Show, and then NRA was more kind of our like, hey guys, we we're alive and we exist kind of thing. Um, so now we're trying to we're trying to go dealer direct, but we will like if someone calls us, we'll ship to their local FFL that kind of thing. So uh, AccutechArms.com, get a hold of us. You can place you know email or phone call. But yeah, there we've got I think sixty right now sitting on a pallet ready to ship out. So cool. Uh, we're okay. ready. What are the what kind of prices are we looking at? Uh, a standard uh, AK. So our it doesn't matter what color you get. So we've got them green, blacker, or tan, um, that kind of thing. Adjustable stock, all that. It's a twelve fifty retail um, from us. So okay, all right. Show that again. Let's take a look at that. I got you full so he, screen oh, here. So right. So the the handguard. Yeah, the green looks good, man. Mm-hmm. I like green. That's that's the one I took, and then you know we've got the six, six adjustable stock as well as the big butt pad on it. Um, so that's twelve fifty. But we also have a tan one. This one isn't. We don't provide the quad rail, but we're just showing people you can add a quad rail onto it. There's the rear sight mounted onto it, mm-hmm. and then yeah, and these are all stamped uh, receivers, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we're trying to. We're working on our own milled uh, version. That'll be down the road. Uh, Hank's uh, gun that we built for him was off of a CNC Warrior, uh, that kind of thing. But we do, we we want to produce our own milled receiver version that will be on the market that you can just buy or buy the receiver. We, we're going to release the receiver that we manufacture on the market as well. There's a huge demand for the milled receivers and not enough people making them. I mean, you got Sharps, CNC Warrior, you know, a couple others. But um, a lot of the industry we've talked to are asking us, hey, can you guys please make a receiver to take load off of them? Because they just can't keep up with the orders. So okay, it's something to do. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Babyface, looks like you have a question. Uh, I, I had a question, and I've kind of lost it. Um, have you heard of any issues with any of the quality of any of this, the milled receivers that are out there? Because I, I know one of the names you mentioned, when it comes to Galils, they have a very bad reputation. <laughs> yeah, I mean, from from the ones that we've looked at, um, we've been able to fit standard parts onto, but we also haven't tried to go like super customizable. And that's, mm-hmm. that's a few things we're working on with our milled receiver to try to make that the customization a little bit easier. That was kind of yeah. one of the things when we started building this rifle was, I mean, we went with a standard AR 10 muzzle brakes cause we wanted you to have that customizable, uh, feature, you know, the, the adjustable handguard latch so you can have a customizable feature. I mean, that's really kind of what we've gone is let's improve the AK's accuracy issues as well as not being able to fit parts. Um, and that's something we're looking at on our milled receiver. Uh, a couple of things in the work on that to be able to fit different variations of stocks and trigger guards, stuff like that. So we're, we're working you, on it. Have you guys come up with any, I, I know with the Russians, the AK 12 and 15 are kind of their new generation with Picatinny, full Picatinny. And have yeah. you guys, have you guys thought about anything like that of coming up with any sort of rear Picatinny thing, anything that would work? We've got like two or three versions that we've kind of uh, put together. And now it's just kind of, we're eventually we'll have to get into the testing phase, get them built, you know, take them out, run them and see what we like and don't like. Does it, yeah. you know, we still want it to be functional as well as, you know, a customizable. So that's kind of the game we've got to play is we've got ideas. Things are on paper. Next is going to be, let's get a giant piece of metal, crank something out and then go out and test it and see what we like and don't like. So yeah. we're, one of the cool parts about having our own shop and having the machines is, 
we actually get to play with, hey, let's try this and see if it works. Yeah, we didn't really like that. You know, the, the market didn't like it. Let's we can shift gears versus relying on bringing in parts or someone else to prototype something for us. We get to kind of play with it ourselves, which is nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big thing. Yeah. OK, let me uh, go back to some stuff. Lola, give me a note here. Apparently, I didn't do like the background for Patrick. So uh, let's start there, Patrick. Like, who <laughs> yeah, are you? Just into yeah, it. exactly. We just jumped into Damn AK. Damn you. Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, uh, my background, uh, born and raised in Colorado, uh, was raised here on a little farm kid, whatever. Grew up uh, when I was 17, joined the military. 9-11 uh, happened when I was 17. Me and my brother both went in. I did that six years active, came out, uh, needed a break from nonstop deployment. So basically from uh, 2002 to 2009, I didn't really live in the United States. I was I was back and forth, but pretty much gone. Uh, came back, went to college, uh, went on a wrestling scholarship, didn't really want to go to college, but made it onto a wrestling team and went. Finished up that, came back to the Denver metro area, uh, got offered a job with a uh, AK manufacturer, M plus M. Uh, he was real little at the time. We were just kind of working in his basement. Uh, took it from a basement to a 5,000 square foot warehouse, was doing about 1,000 AKs a month, uh, built several more production lines with that, became his director of operations, moved that from a 5,000 square foot warehouse to a 50,000 square foot warehouse, uh, started kind of working on the new M10X, I believe is what he calls it. Um, and then I parted ways. Um, Chris, our other uh, gun builder, he was working with me with M plus M. Uh, Dave, the owner, he was working with M plus M as well, doing a lot of their machine stuff. So we, we kind of all connected through M plus M, building the M10s, um, and then said, hey, let's do it ourselves and create something that we like and are proud of. Um, and that's kind of where we are now. Okay. So did so the whole um, Accutech thing came out of that? That's Is that how Accutech started after so you, you guys all left? Accutech's been around for 30, 40 years. He's, uh, he's 22 years. Um, but Dave has been in the aerospace industry for a long time. He's been, he built for another company, uh, Arma Rifle. He was doing their full assembly. So he had a lot of the jigs and everything to go. Uh, when M plus M shifted over to the M, M10X, which is a AK variant, I guess is what he calls it. Uh, a lot of a, a SIG, SIG 550 variant is more what I would call it. Um, Dave still had all the jigs. He had the machines. He had everything to go. Um, and we put our heads together and, you know, Dave, Dave modified a lot of the barrel assembly. And I had a lot of contacts in the industry where to get parts. I knew a lot of that stuff from being the director of operations from M plus M, put our heads together. And here we are. Okay. All right. Cool. And I find it interesting that you gave up most of your the, the best years of your life the teen years to uh, to military service, man. So um, you kudos and thanks on that. I'm sure it wasn't that wasn't like an easy fun. You know, I, I come from a somewhat military family. My uncles, my grandpa all served and it was something that was on my mind. And then when 9-11 happened, it was I, there was no question. I, I was in the recruiter's office two days later with my brother signing paperwork, ADVAP and shipped off, graduated high school early so I could go to basic training and away I went. I mean, I always kind of wonder, had I been a little older, what I would have done during 9-11? Because I was, I was, I obviously I'm younging, aging myself as being younger than everybody, but I was in like middle school at the time. So no, no rash, de rash decisions could be made like that. But I always wondered what, because uh, I know a lot of people, it was, that was like their 
World War II, I guess, like something happened and it caused a lot of people to go like, I'm going to go sign up. So, yeah, like a wondered. Pearl Harbor kind of a thing. That, yeah, there it was yeah. there Pearl Harbor. Uh, right. For me, it was kind of an easy decision because my, my older brother, who's, he's about a year apart from me, a year older, um, it was kind of, we woke up, he kind of nudged me, said, hey, I'm going to the recruiter's office. I was already talking to the recruiter, so it was kind of like, he's like, all, all right, let's do this. Can't get in trouble if Big Brother's doing it, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> Okay, and how did you? How did your brother fare? Um, he's is he still in the military? What's going on there? He, uh, he's a master sergeant in the army. Still, he's getting ready to get stationed down in El Paso. Um, so he's he uh, went in as a combat engineer. Uh, I don't know his his uh, career was a little bit different than mine. He did deploy a couple of times, but a lot of it was uh, he's now a sapper ranger. He's in Missouri, so he does more trade off stuff. So he's teaching people how to do things where I was more gung ho. So. I mean, not a bad thing. You need those guys too. But my brother just he went a little bit of a different path than I did, so that's mm-hmm. the way it works. All right, cool, cool. Um, let's see here. I think we got. I don't know if Walter, if you've got any questions. Uh, um, I've got some of the like common stuff. Obviously, there's here like, what do you guys make? I think I said that in the beginning. You guys make the bull barrel. If you want to show yes. that for anyone that's joining us, uh, that just... assembly here, uh, we make all of this in house, right? So this is this is all us. Um, the, the rear site we purchased, but we, we manufacture all of this on our, on our machines and we can do a, a tour here in a minute. Um, so, you know, we turn this for the AR 10, uh, this is our own clamp on site. We do fit it with an AR style, uh, front side as well. Uh, this piece is made now it's a clamp on, we eliminated your gas tube latch. So that's gone. And then the Picatinny rail, uh, you can unscrew that as well. And we've talked about maybe making a longer version or whatever, but right now that seems to fit most of the scopes we've found. Uh, red dots, anything you need. So you can see here's our one taper versus the standard nine mm-hmm. that's on a, a yeah. typical. And um, the thing is, right now you're not selling these uh, bull barrels standalone, right? No, not as of right now. We, a lot of people are asking us so they can put them on their parts kits and stuff. We have a few things that are patent pending and going that way. As soon as we figure that out, then we'll release that on market um, and go that way. So we, we, Turn all of that, get it all put together. Then we do all the pressing, riveting. Uh, we test fire every firearm before they go out. Uh, we seracote them. So we are assembling everything. It's just the, the front end of the rifle is made in-house. The rest of it is source parts, uh, some parts from Bulgaria and then U.S. parts. So it's a U.S. Wow. receiver, obviously. Uh, handguards, all that wow. stuff's U.S. But uh, like trigger, uh, triggers are a Bulgarian double-hook trigger. We like those. They're a little bit crisper, cleaner uh, compared to a Tapco's G2, not a bad trigger. We just like the Bulgarian double hook better. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Patrick. Uh, Did you have a question? Yeah. How? Uh, yeah. Just, just an inside industry question. How tough is it now getting uh, parts for parts kits and things to build on? Part, parts kits have disappeared, man. Like we yeah. can, them, but it, it's very difficult. So one of the things we're facing in the industry, and I think one of the where we kind of stepped into it was. It's getting harder and harder to find AKs. They're getting more expensive, quality AKs. The parts are gone. If you can find them, you know, there's, we've, I, because of some of my connections, I found some stockpiles of some stuff like the Bulgarian double hook triggers, but even getting those eventually, so, like that contact is going to dry up. He's I was going to say that, that those parts will eventually dry up. And then uh, it's kind of, I, I, where do you think the, um, this is piggybacking on the same question. Where do you think the AK market is going nowadays then? Yeah, or where the you know, industry is going to like go. Industries, that, yeah. yeah. 
Mm-hmm. He, I think with, you know, 300 blackout came out and people kind of started to see that 30 caliber round again, uh, what it can do. So I think it kind of rejuvenated the AK platform. I'm seeing more and more people get involved in it. We're seeing a few more manufacturers doing some custom stuff. Um, I think now that you're seeing people like us that are trying to rejuvenate the platform and update it with things like uh, AR-10 muzzle brakes, a uh, better way to mount handguards so you eliminate handguard wobble. Uh, SLR and their handguards are phenomenal. So I feel like it, there's kind of a revolution going on right now in the AK world where there's people are saying, hey, this platform isn't that bad and we can customize it now with today's technology. You can do Americanize the living crap I was just, just going to say, kind of a funny <laughs> thought is in Russia, Bulgaria, all of the Comblock countries, the AK just lived as it was up until maybe the last 10 years. Then it hit the U.S. shores, and now everybody's like, oh, we can make this better. We can we can re-engineer this. Yeah. This is way better. Um, yeah. Let me just project <laughs> something here. If it wasn't for the bands and stuff, there, I hate to say it, but there'd be nobody building AKs here. Yeah. True, true. Because Price. Right. Yeah, the Chinese, the Bulgarians, the Romanians, the Poles, all those places, they the only reason they're not here is because of, of politicians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, and as far as parts and parts kits, I mean, as far as, yeah, you're going to find that uh, the parts kits dried up. Well, because there's really no reason for that besides politics, too. Yep. But um, cause, but um, now I guess a lot of manufacturers bring in brand new parts, too. So yeah, No, and then we've seen that. There's some new brand new parts coming in from overseas and whatnot. And it's one of the things I'm interested to see because a few – a few manufacturers brought in some trunnions and stuff that weren't quite to spec. So you were having detonating trunnions, you were having things that didn't fit properly. So it's going to be interesting to see on these new parts that are coming in, are they to spec? Are they going to be good? Um, and I think in time they'll get better, but it's kind of that new market that we're playing with. Right. Yeah. Which is it's an old platform, but new market. Um, so I, I know in, in my mind being an AK just an at-home AK builder, the one vacuum in the AK parts market is um, like trunnions and whatnot, uh, stamped parts, good quality forging. Are they called forgings? Forge. Yeah. yeah. Good good quality like forged trunnions, forged rear parts. Have you guys considered that at all? Is that any – like getting into that market or is that not really worth it? When I was working for M plus M, it was something that we toyed around with. But opening up a mold and getting all that, making sure you – x-ray them properly, heat treat properly, it, it gets quite expensive to do in the United States. And that's kind of yeah. why everyone's avoided it. That's why, you know, people were going to uh, Korea and uh, Thai, uh, Taiwan and stuff like that to make those parts because it's just, it's really expensive to do here in the United States. I mean, yep. we looked at everything from, you know, the tree style molds and castings. We looked at individuals. Uh, it, it can be pretty pricey. So yeah, yeah, I've, I've always heard it's expensive. Yeah. So yeah. so um, uh, and we've got a question in the sh- in the super chat. Before I go to that though, Walter, since you're in the in the industry side as well as Patrick, what do you think about that now? Do you think that's a good opportunity for Americans to get in here? Do you see it as being a good thing or? Uh, I mean, it, <laughs> it, uh, it, to to me from an outsider. So while Walter thinks on his answer, to me from an outsider. Um, you know, with the with the AK mar- or, I'm sorry, with the AR market, there's like what five forges that make all of the receiver forgings. Mm-hmm. If one person stepped up and said, "We're going to take on that burden of manufacturing all of this and getting it all correct," I feel like there's a, a market for that. But I mean, how many millions of it's dollars money. is that going to take? Yeah. Oh, right. lots and lots of money. Yeah, yeah. We're not we're not talking about going to Mars. Okay, 
making a trunnion is not going to Mars. Mm-mm. It's not even making airplane parts, to be quite honest with you. Um, the for- forgings are not a big deal. Forgings are forgings are forgings. Uh, you you got to make dies. You got to do all that stuff. You, and you and then you machine it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, is it worth it versus buying something that I can get from a from a military manufacturer overseas and it works? I, 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 I mean, is it is it? In my, I think in my mind the question is, is it worth it yet? Because I feel mm-hmm. like eventually, well, how much? If, let me just say well, the tech. The tech is how stepping up here willing, too. How much are you willing to pay for an AK? That's exactly the question. I, yeah. Well, well what does the price level go to because of all of this? I think average, that becomes the better question. Where does the, the price go? Guy, you're reaching when you reach two grand. The average guy, no, 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 he's nobody's buying. He's long average, out of the market. He's done. Mm-hmm. Fifteen hundred dollars pushes a lot of people out. Mm-hmm. Your your yeah. low end starter guys are wanting Wasser tens for four or five hundred bucks. Your right. mid tier guys are wanting seven or eight hundred, and then above that, you're really stretching. Mm-hmm. I mean, so for the four the five hundred dollar Wasser, for most people it will work just fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They'll never wear it out. They'll never break it. They'll never shoot enough to do anything to it, and it's just fine but but are we gonna are we eventually because because of whatever reason politics or whatever are we eventually going to run out of forgings like you know what i mean like will we run out of imports (laughs) well import well i don't know about imports imports i mean at that point yeah then somebody will start making them you know and there'll be there'll be be 200 dollars trunnions that's that's what i'm i'm wondering we're not it's that simple you you can sell it you can sell it you could probably sell it a quality tested Magnif, you know, X-rayed one for a hundred dollars right now, no problem. All right, and that's kind of where the, the the milled receiver comes into place. Is do you want to open up all the molds and castings and try to figure all that out cost-wise, or do you just make a milled uh, version? And if there's enough people out there making milled receivers, that cost kind of comes down, right? Mm-hmm. It's going to be cost just because the amount of yeah, metal. It's on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, that's, 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 the the raw metal cost is really, really not that much. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I'm just saying, like that's that's going to be the difference, though. Is, is more yeah. people say, hey, let's get in the AK world. I think more people are going to go towards the so, mill as the parts are available. Yeah. The other, yeah, the, you, know, you don't have to mess with riveting. You don't have to mess with all the other little pieces and parts. It's all gone. You, right. you get you get you get it. You, you put in the feed ramp. You got to put a feed ramp in. By the way, yep. put the feed ramp in, rivet that in, side to you know, assemble it, and you're good to go. And then, and you'll, and you'll never wear out a milled receiver. So the other thing I think that's happening here is that people are getting burnt out on ARs, right? Well, and but people and then when so let's say people want something different and they get into AKs, you probably have a growing um, section of that market that wants a nicer AK. So there's the casual got, AK guy and then the guy who got got into it and said, you know, I like this, and then they want to upgrade. That's, that's sort of how I got into AKs. I when I built my first AK one I'm, obviously I'm a little different because I would rather build than buy that's just how I am mm-hmm. but when I got into it I was like I you know I looked I was like I could buy myself a Wasser because I built this AK probably five years ago at the time I could buy a Wasser for four 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 fifty something like that but I was like do I do I <laughs> I guess it's a little snobby but I was like do I just want a Wasser or do I want like a Russian everything's right, correct interject something about buying a Wasser you better know what the hell you're looking at when you buy a Wasser yeah see that was the other thing when that you look at a Wasser and the, the, the gas thing is this way and the yeah 
in the front sights like this. And you don't know <laughs> the first the first AKs the first AK I would would have bought. I had no idea what I was looking at. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. I had no idea what to to look at to know if it was a good AK versus a bad AK. ARs are totally different. They don't really follow that. Yeah, yeah. Um, did you want to jump in here, Patrick? I was gonna say Kentucky windage, man. When you're just shooting over the wall blindly, it works great. You don't need to look down sights. When you're, when you're trying to spray that guy's house, you guy that talked bad about you and your girlfriend, and you just right. spray his house, you don't need to If aim. you just need it for bussing at a wedding or something like that, yeah. or christening. <laughs> if, you, if you're just going to bust in the wedding and shoot your, all your friends, yeah, sure. Yeah, it's not. Okay. Listen, we could actually get, we could actually deep dive into this. We might come back. Uh, John Blaze gave us two bucks. He wants to know from the Accutech guys, any plans on making a New York compliant AK? <laughs> and what does that what does that even entail? What does that entail? Varies, <laughs> right? Like no muzzle device, can't have a pistol grip. You can wrap your hand around, no thumb hole, stuff like that. So, um, as of right now, no. Um, but I mean, if there's a large enough market, maybe. I mean, that's that's really what it comes down for us right now. There's there so many states that I don't have to be compliant for, like California compliant. We will never do California compliant. Just ain't gonna happen. Um, New as York, a, a, no muzzle device. Has to be has to be, yeah, like you have to permanently weld in a mag, I think, or something. Yeah, so, is yeah. there is yeah is there even that crazy stock that New York has for an AK? Does that exist? Um, so some guy, I, I mean, for us, I don't. I've seen a an, it's a AK stock. They put like the shark fin on the back, mm-hmm. so you can't wrap can around it. But I, I mean, so I don't. I don't want to build that. That would hurt my heart. <laughs> the, the way that the way that like Saigas are imported with the straight grip stock, would that not count? That yeah, couldn't yeah, have that. From my understanding, as long as you can't grab the pistol grip, so you can put like a rifle stock on it, right? Yeah. And probably good. Yeah, that is painful. There's that's lots of comments. Thing. Adam Smith says that's an oxymoron. Uh, the pants says New York compliant AK like a water gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, better, you, better, you better not point that water gun at anybody. Yeah. That's right. You hurt their feelings in New York. Come it's, on. Yeah. You know, but as a as a smaller manufacturer, I imagine you kind of go for the largest market you can. Yeah. Yeah. Go for the biggest thing you can get the market share in, and then maybe down the road be like, okay, we can go for the smaller. So let's see here. Let's let's make five hundred or a thousand parts that we can sell quickly. Or let's make 500 parts. They're going to sit on the shelf for five years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. It's a hard decision when, right there. <laughs> when I was working for M plus M, we had a distributor who sold into New York and we made a New York compliant one. And, and I think we sold, I don't know, 20, 30 of them. So, you know, it's just it's when, a, it down, when you own a company and somebody comes to you and says, hey, we can sell 30 of these or 3000 of these. It's pretty easy. Yeah, it's, it's a tough thing. <laughs> it's easier for to get rid of the politicians in New York. That yeah. are that are anti Second Amendment, I think would be easier. I know it's look, it's tough. I'm not trying to come down on the people that have to live in New York and and still want to defend themselves because I get it. You know, uh, I grew up there, um, and, and so I understand that. And I know it's not easy to get rid of those bastards either, because yeah. for some for whatever reason, people over there want to keep voting in more Ocasio Cortezes or whatever. But yeah, it sucks. It sucks. Bartenders, huh? Yeah. Bartenders. Yeah. It's not more bartenders. <laughs> yeah. It, it wasn't it wasn't always like that in New York. Yeah. I can tell you guys that. So um but it's it's getting progressively 
progressively worse. <laughs> who says, says, who says, who say, says New York compliant AK is a Pez dispenser. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can't have, you can't have pepper spray in New York. I think you were just able, they just made nunchucks legal. When was that guys? When did recently? Yeah. So if you put two large capacity magazines taped together as nunchucks, is that they're legal then, right? Yeah. Right. My, yeah. my magazine <laughs> identifies as a nunchuck. It's a nunchuck. It's all right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, New York sucks. New York, it does. It honestly does. Um, I think you can't do it in um, Cali. You can't do. Can you do AKs in Cali now? Yes. Or no? Yeah, they just that's the one you have to have. Like a the magazine can't be detachable. You can't wrap your hand around the pistol grip. They, they've got. How would, ten you, how would you even load a non-detachable box mag on an AK? Yeah, you <laughs> that would be a nightmare. Out and yeah, it's got to be welded in, and you top load or something. Yeah, and then you would take the top cover off, take right. the spring out, and oh, what right. a nightmare! Yeah, yeah. Um, I know it's, it sucks. That's and and there's not going to be an industry for that. I think, like Babyface said, and like Walter was saying, you know, there's got to be for there to really be a big industry here. There has to be a market, and people have to be like, you know, like okay, I'm going to get into this. And then I think there is kind of like that price ceiling that once you hit two grand you're kind of like in the high end yeah you're you're rocking yeah. and rolling in the high end now so um yeah let's see um okay what's the questions here what is the most common complaint about ak's they're not i can accurate. tell you yeah i was gonna say i can tell you the old drunk redneck complaints what? <laughs> that yeah. really aren't real i have my feelings on that not accurate stuff either too too also yeah. We, we just picked up a rifle. I mean, wasn't laser board sighted in the shop. I went to the range, dropped it on a bench, and we're getting two MOA with shitty ammo. I mean, I didn't even try. I just threw it on a bench and said, hey, guys, let's pump out three rounds, see where we're at, pump out another three rounds. Here you go, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. AKs, AKs to me are made as 300 and N minute of man guns. That's what they're made for. For closer combat. Look at your tool, right? It's a combat rifle. To me, yeah, it's exactly. my body's ten inches. I got, yeah. I got that's that's yeah, what exactly. I mean. And like, and I, I just because of the seven six two, don't push it past maybe four. But yeah, it's it's a minute a man gun for close quarters combat or closer quarters combat. Yeah. Um, John Blaze gave us another two bucks. He says um, it's illegal to defend yourself in New York City. Basically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that yes. Would, uh, what else would you like so, to steal while you're stealing my TV? I can't defend myself, so yeah. just take your pick. Pick yeah. whatever you like. <laughs> yeah, just bend over. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So okay, complaints about common complaints about AKs. Let's see, what's the common complaints about the AKs? They're junk. Huh? They're junk. They're junk. Okay. They can be, um, but I think that's if you buy from Century Arms. Well, <laughs> let, me, let me just when you watch the watch the news and watch all the junk out there. Um. Um, I got slap a mag in it and throw around the chamber, and that junk usually goes bang. So, yeah. Um, hey, I guess they're junk. You know, I mean, you know, whatever. I mean, yeah. Is it over over a hundred countries uh, field the eight their battle rifle? Uh, yeah, exactly. It it works plenty well. Yeah. I mean, I know a common complaint that I see I've seen even here in the chat that it's a commie gun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So let me so let me just throw this at these uh, combi gun folks. When I throw a, a nineteen oh eight Luger at you, that's all like five thousand dollar Luger. You gonna, you're gonna gun. You're gonna turn it down because that's a Nazi gun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, or that's a German gun. It, no, you're gonna take it. You're gonna yeah. take it. So don't start that combi gun. 
Um, there's probably more AKs in the world than uh, Lugers. You know, you know, I'm saying is, oh, he throw a nice K98 Mauser at some 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 oh, guy. I'm, I'm not turning that down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm not turning down any guns. I don't care who made those guns. These are in, these are <laughs> well, inanimate look, objects. Listen, if you give me some gun from like High Point Kyber Pass, I may no, look don't. at it twice before shooting it. <laughs> High Point. If pick, High I'm Point gonna... made an AK, that would be actually cool. Oh God! Don't <laughs> don't get into the High Point thing. Okay. It's got to be a it's got to be a direct blowback though. Yeah. See, <laughs> right. I, High Point is an easy target, man. It's an easy target for people out right. there. Yeah, so, that's just that's speak, just speak, being lazy. You're going after the high points. Speaking that's of Kyra Pass, Patrick, you ever run into any of uh, the homemade AKs over there? No, I, you know what's funny is I actually hear they're, they're pretty good. <laughs> yeah, no, we're, he was talking to. Oh, uh, you're ba- talking to Patrick. Yeah. Wrong Patrick. Styles P. Styles P. Yeah, other Patrick. Pa- see, I knew this was going to happen. Uh, Too much. See, when I was in Iraq, majority of what you saw was like Syrians, Jordanians, Egyptians, stuff like that. I mean, you saw a lot of weird stuff. I think I saw more Egyptian AKs than I saw anything else. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were. And some were crude, some were good. I mean, it was just who knew what you were going to get out of that barrel, right? Yeah. But um, saw some AK, uh, some of the Iraqi AK stuff just because the, when the military collapsed, people ran into the the bases and grabbed whatever they could. But yeah. um, me personally, I, I wouldn't say I saw a lot of homemade, you know, AKs over in Iraq. But I'm sure they're out there. Yeah. Um, by the way, Brian Quick says you take commie gun uh, commie gun comments seriously. I don't. I don't take anything seriously. You can call what you want. Just I'll yeah. take it. But um, I think it is a thing. I'm not saying I'm not saying it against Brian Quick. I think that there are people who say that. Right. That's like a comment complaint. The people are like, no, nah, I don't need that. MRA, man. There was several people who was like, hey, you need an AK in your life. And they're like, we don't buy commie stuff. I'm like, cool, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah people think it's unpatriotic. But what I find is ironic about that. Lots of soldiers like yourself, Patrick, um, th- that I know are fans of AKs. I mean, once you see, I mean, I think for us seeing the difference in combat, I'm not, I'm not bashing the AR. The AR did well. It was mm-hmm. the, the fire I, I trained on and used, but you see the difference in, in what the, the two platforms can do, the caliber size, stuff like that. I mean, it's, you know, Dude. to me, it was a no brainer. I wanted to go a little bit bigger on the caliber, uh, get a heavier round behind me. And that's the I was, way I, that's what I like, you know? So this, this may be a bit of a, a weird, almost gruesome question, but I've heard stories that, a lot of soldiers were unhappy with the AR-15 because it basically punched 22 size holes straight through targets and it didn't stop anybody. So, you know, one time you have a you shoot a guy and he keeps running and then you see your buddy get hit in the femur and the femur shatters. He ain't running. I mean, that's, yeah. that's the difference. Right. I mean, yeah. I'm not saying a two, two, three can't kill someone. We know it can. But, uh, you know, I don't know. Look, if it, you and- go to a, a like a combat medic. And ask him the difference between someone who was shot in the leg with a two two three or five five six and someone that was shot in the leg with an AK. It's totally different. Mm-hmm. I, I think it comes a lot of it comes down to um, five five six originally is pretty much a varmint rifle and it was uh, intended to, from what I understand, intended to wound the target because that makes the combat it's NATO. Effective. Isn't that NATO NATO well, requirement? Well, it was you wound instead of killing you wound one target. That's two guys trying to carry his ass off the battlefield, and that platoon is now combat ineffective completely. So that was kind of the idea behind it. Um, but when you got a go ahead, sorry. bigger chance of, of ricochet, right? I mean, the the mm-hmm. two two three ricochet is a little bit better, but um, but then the uh, so so the only other thing I've heard is is the seventy seven grains, the um, Mark two sixty twos are like. The creme de la creme of of uh, AR-15s because they tumble and displace so much tissue, but yeah. for some reason we've never adopted it. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm always, if I'm weighing the opinions of people, I'm always going to weigh the opinions of guys who are like actually in combat. Some dude, yeah, some dude that's been <laughs> shot at is, it knows a lot more yeah. than I ever will. So yeah. I'm good with it. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. I think, um, and then, you know, it's also convenience, right? Like maybe if you guys had to go into a different country, it might be a different story, right, Patrick? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's plenty of ammo, and, you know, this gun breaks, there's another one probably around the corner, right? So, yep. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, but I'm saying, like, let's say you wound up in a completely different country. It would be, you know, probably a different. Well, let's see. Okay. Well, that might not be true. Lots of countries have AKs. Lying. So, I mean, I think, like in World War II, like my grandpa was a World War II vet, and he used to tell me all the time they would pick up as many German guns as they could because when the Germans heard uh, U.S., there was a huge distinction in the, the sound between a U.S. rifle and a German rifle. If they heard U.S. rifles going off, more Germans would come. But if all they heard was German rifles, not more would come. They're like, oh, it's just. Yeah, those guys got that fight covered. We're good. So, I mean, as far as I know, I mean, just from my experience of of veterans from multiple different combat, uh, you know, uh, theaters, most soldiers will at some point pick up the enemy's gun and see if they like it. Yeah. Crackbot says uh, currently in Afghanistan. Hi, Hank. Okay. Shout out to you. Oh. You know, go easy over there. Go easy. Right. Uh, You know, make sure you got a couple of AKs. And if you see a freaking um, uh, dictator AK laying around, Patrick calls dibs. Part part it out. We'll pay a premium for those parts. I can see Patrick over at the uh, FBI museum trying to argue with those dudes. I I found this. When I I watched the documentary, the guy was like, oh, we found this in Iraq. I was like, you didn't find shit in Iraq. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Were you going to say something, Walter? Um. MP44, please. Right. <laughs> if you find you find one of those, oh. you find, if you have to lay around, just you cool, can even cut the re- just, just cut the receiver nicely, and yeah, I'll yeah, you're gonna have to give a class on how to cut it, Walter, so you so you can weld it back up easily, or it doesn't really matter. You can weld anything, huh? No, no, some things get really butchered bad, but yeah, if it's okay. if it's if it's cut if it's cut properly, it can be pretty easily put back together. So. Mm-hmm. Crackbot says, "Good luck getting those into the country." That's what the prison wallet is for. I'm just saying. Um, I don't think you can put those in the prison wallet. The prison wallet is only so big. Listen, triggers. Yeah. The stock is going to be trouble. You're going to need to find somebody that's you know ready for that. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. So speaking of AKs, mm-hmm. how about the Galil? Yeah. Okay. All right. Every everybody everybody who has an AK really needs has to step step up and get a Galil. So yeah. yeah. Come you are, to the to the dark side. Yeah. So. You're talking Patrick's language. This is what when I was talk when I was hanging out with them um in in Indian in Indianapolis. This is this is what you were all about, right Patrick? It's it's phenomenal, man. It's uh it, I don't know. The, the the people who designed it really looked at the AK and I think made phenomenal improvements. Uh, we're AK nuts. I mean, the, us guys over here at AccuTech, we just we love the platform. We really do. And every version it comes yes. in. I mean, that's that's our thing. We didn't decide to get into AKs because we saw a market coming and we were going to make a buttload of money. We literally said this. This is a platform we love. And from the Galils to the Saigas, it doesn't matter if it's an AK variant. We probably like it. And, yeah. and the Galils are awesome. So I, I, thought, I don't think you even have an AR right now, I think you were telling me. I don't know if I'm, like, giving away your secrets. But. Yeah. So yeah. I uh, I bailed on mine during the last, uh, 
I don't know, gun threat when ARs jumped up to like $2,000, um, I sold mine because I, I was way less, I didn't have near that amount of money into it. So I, I sold it and I've got a couple AKs at home, shotguns, pistols, you know, that kind of thing. But I don't know if someone wants to help me build a really cool AR, I wouldn't say no. Um, I just, you know, my, I've got an FA. I'm happy with that. <laughs> that's your, that's your go to uh, war, the FAL. Man, the FAL is a phenomenal firearm. If you really look at it and everything it can do and the way they built it, I, I actually built mine. I got an in-bell receiver years ago and, and uh, found all the parts I wanted from across the globe. And I've got a wood set for it. So if I want to show it off, I've got that. And then I've got my, you know, my carry set. Because I, I do a lot of backpacking in Colorado and uh, I'll carry an FAL to the top of the mountain. So when people say, hey, your gun's heavy, I just kind of snicker at them because I carry <laughs> FALs to the top of 14ers. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so do you have an FN, FAL there, Walter? You have an I, FAL? Just, I, I don't have an FN one, but I do have an FAL. You have an FAL? Okay, cool. What do you, and I think, I think it's built on an M-Bell receiver, actually. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. I've never brought it out. I've never brought it out um, shoot with it yet. I'm missing one of the pins on the gas port just to keep it from spinning. i got to put that pin on and then, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nice. What do you think about the? Uh, isn't the um, the RFB a modernized kind of version of that, or is it just is it just uh, a magazine that's familiar with the? Just the magazine. Just a magazine. Yeah, was, okay. They use FAL Max. So. Okay. No. Yeah. Not, not on the same planet. No. Not on the same planet. <laughs> no. Not. Okay. Obviously not fans. All right. Fine. Uh, prior prior to the, <laughs> I, whatever. I would I would take an RFB like. Sure. That's, okay. That's no, no. I won't say I wouldn't take it. I'm just saying the guns are not the two aren't the same. So, right. Right. Obviously, the RFB is a bullpup. When the when yeah. the RFB is in like uh, 50 countries, you know, in the armies, then we'll when we'll talk. Yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> fact about the FAL is it was uh it was I think I believe the one of the first firearms where two countries against each other were both wielding FALs. Ah, so, nice. Yeah. Was that the Brits and the Argentines? I think so. Mm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So that should have made everything real easy. Yeah. We got plenty of ammo to spare parts, right? Yeah. <laughs> we we had we had a chance at the FAL and we took the M14. Yeah. <laughs> and that and that was pure, that was that was pure fud politics. That was the yeah. smartest decision ever. <laughs> <laughs> that was a general to make a name for himself. Is, yeah. is what that was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So did I um, did I send out this? I think I sent this article out to you guys. I want to share here. I'm going to go to this real quick. Um, this is in the National Interest. Okay, and uh, problem: Russian soldiers are complaining about exploding guns. Did you see this, Walter? No, uh, I didn't. When combined with an open bolt gun like the Sveigen submachine gun, don't even know <laughs> what that is. The uh, results are catastrophic because of fixed firing pin. And, on the bolt of the gun, the cartridge detonated before the bolt was fully locked, destroying the firearm. Russian infantry weapons have a reputation for reliability. The AK, the PKM, are renowned for uh, enduring through adverse conditions, powered by their powerful long-stroke piston actions. Okay, this is getting a little bit. Yeah, However, yeah, a recent report by Warhead.su suggests that when these weapons do fail in Russian service, the problem is often not in their design, but rather... The Russian ammunition they fire. Wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. So I was talking about that a little bit. I don't know if you. I didn't know if you guys saw that. I figured you know. Where was where was that from? Uh, the national entry. You want me to send you send you a link to it? 
Yeah, I guess. Uh, is there pictures? Yes, there's pictures. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's how Everybody we laughs. Like, <laughs> if you have an article, if you have an, it's like it's like talking about uh, uh, yeah. a new product and there's no pictures. Yeah. I just like, I just sent it to you. There's a there's a uh, there's a dude in uh, one of the Russian coats. I like that coat, by the way. It's a nice <laughs> Russian coats, Manny. Yeah. And okay. uh, what's this gun that he has? That's here? an that's an AK-12. Yeah. Or I think it's the tw- it might be the fifteen. It's one of the, it's one of the two. It's the five four five version of the the new. That's probably s- some coveralls or like cold weather coverall kind of thing. Yeah, it is. Yeah, nice AKs just uh, never made it to the U.S. I have yet to. Mm-hmm. Somebody needs to create something like that. Hint hint. You know, the, <laughs> the Russians come up with some cool variations, but it's all about the money and why. Why reinvent the wheel when the wheel you got still rolling? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I feel like at this point we're we're kind of surpassing their wheel. <laughs> but yeah, I I think that the come on now, the, at this point the Russians should have in, like somehow evolved this thing a little bit further. Uh, the the AK twelve and fifteen look like the next evolution, and I'm I'm actually pretty on board with those if we could ever get parts kits which is never going to happen well might happen eventually but it's going to take years um yeah exactly we're going to be old men by the time those parts kits come in uh, but no i i think the 12 and the 15 are are nice implementations of what we've like picatinny rails um all sorts of stuff that we've had for a long time so okay. now, looking at this thing they're talking about 12 7 you don't want 12 7 is like 50 cal mm-hmm you don't want 50 cal going bang on you. Dushka ammo. <laughs> it's not, not a good day when a 50 cal goes bang. Um, yeah, you can serve, you can you can get along with the AK blowing up. You know you know, get, might get a little damage, but when the 12/7 goes bang close to you, not not good time. No. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> no, no, not at all. Not at all. Okay, so we got some comments. Nico Ghost Gunner says uh, South Africa has indigenously uh, produced Galils as its primary rifle. And uh, Night Train says it's well documented that the FAL did not perform well during the early Arab Israeli wars. Uh, desert sand messed it up in battle. Okay, well, there you go. Yeah, it's a, it's a fine, uh, it's, it's made nice inside it's not it's not all loose and stuff like an ak is so it's more prone to that type of thing but south africans seem to get along with it fine for years shooting commies for mommy so um you know i mean it seemed to work for them and 308 will bust the brush too so i think any gun that you get stuff in it it's gonna you're gonna have issues um and so i i actually think that ak's are more wide open than ars for example yeah. I watched a uh, I watched a video of the the mud test where they took a AR versus an AK poured mud on it and I think the AR actually performed a little bit better because mm-hmm. it's it's closed where the a, the AK it's it's open right so mm-hmm. I'm not saying it isn't reliable or the AR is or isn't but it's just from the test I've seen a closed uh, rifle is going to perform better than an open rifle. I think what they ended up finding, though, was the problem with the closed rifle is when it shut down, it was harder to bring back into service, where the open AK, you just wash wallow it, it off, wallow it off in a mud pit, and yeah. then ready to go. Yeah. 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 Because it's easier to top, pop a top off on an AK, and it's all open. You can just rinse it out, pee in it, mm-hmm. whatever you got to do to clean it. <laughs> and, hey, and, pee, that but, sanitizes it. The pee is yeah. sanitational. A little ammonia. Yeah, right. Make it make it good. <laughs> yes. 
Yeah. Um, okay, so one of the questions that Lola had here, why do folks love AKs, those that do? Why do they love them? Well, it used – well, that's not true with everything. So I'll, I'll give you mine. The first – my first AKs that I built, it's still it's still got the – that old feel of steel and wood, which it – steel and wood just does something for me. It's like it, silver and gold. Yeah, it's just something that polymer can't do. Um but there's, I don't. It's kind of hard to explain. It's a different feel. I, I, I think I'm AR'd out. I guess you would say, Hank. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get to the point where I've, I've had so many ARs and everything that I'm like, I want something different. And then when I started getting into AKs, I was like, okay, this is kind of cool. It's you can build them, and you can build them terrible, or you can build them really good. And there's a whole mm-hmm. lot of skill that can go into it. And, um, it's a I romantic. Like, there's a romantic mystical thing about it. Somewhat, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you you get you get you getting uh, you getting the enemy's gun. That's what it is. So a little bit, yeah. That, to to be like, yeah, I have, <laughs> I have the enemy's AK sitting here in my hands. But Marines, man, Red Dawn, Red Dawn did it for everybody. No. <laughs> yeah. All I, right, I got I got a question. What the hell were the were the Serbs thinking when they put that buttstock on? I have no idea. That is ugly. It's hard to get your face down to the i mean i got a big crow magnet head but it's hard to get your face down to look at the sights man i don't know this one this one might be a candidate for this taiwan made in taiwan ak stuff yeah oh yeah it might be um what i was going to say is this i think the uh the ak is to rifles what the 1911 is to pistols in terms of there's some kind of like uh deep connection that people have to 1911s you know, even if like if you're a guy that you every day carry a Glock or Smith and Wesson or Sig or whatever it is that you uh, carry, um, lots of people still like 1911. You know, and it's one of those things that everyone thinks. You know, you should have at least like one 1911. Yeah. In the collection. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, you should have one AK. That's yeah. It it, it feels what? like a machine. Only to me. One? Come on, no way, not one. <laughs> it, it has it has that feel of like I don't think a machine more than like so like polymer pistols don't feel like heavy duty machinery. It just has that like tactile feel of like this is what a machine should feel like. A machine, a, a gun should feel it's like. like driving a hot rod, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that uh, there's there's a whole bunch of things that go along with the mystique of it. You know, you see it in movies. Um, it just has that kind of mystique. It's in. It's uh, you see it on the news. If you, you, how often do you look on the news and you see an AK? And uh, not just in America. I mean, you know, in other countries, but all over the world, you see AKs. So I think it just has that kind of. Um, it it ha- it has that mystical thing about it. I think they'll always be here. Mm-hmm. You know, I think they'll always be here. So uh, SoCal Gunner gave us five bucks. He says. Uh, uh, Cali AW can't have detachable mags, muzzle brakes, pistol grips, vertical forward grip, or an adjustable stock, um, or a trigger. Cannot be able to put bullets. I'm just making that up. <laughs> uh, Californians find ways around it. That's true. They're, yeah, they do. Yeah. For us, though, as a manufacturer, is it worth us trying to like create all of that? No, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, that would have to be someone specifically that's out there trying to serve the the Cali market. So, um, well, shippers, 
Nevada, you can take all the parts from California to Nevada, put it all on your gun and take it across state lines. There we go. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, I don't know if that's legal advice from Patrick, but uh, I would say don't. <laughs> don't take it as such. Um, okay, Walter, what is it? What are you showing off here now? I know. No, this is a, this, once again, this is a M70. This is, yeah, no, it's a M, NPAP M70, which is basically the yeah. Serb. Yeah. Okay. Um, that Century Arms brings in. They bring them in as single stacks and then they open the magwell up and do the. the wait, wait the, what? Single stacks? That's a thing? Well, why? Yeah, all, all, I got news right. for you, Patrick. All, all the, um, all the Romanian guns all came in as single stacks too. Stack. What? Yep. I had yeah, no idea. What planet you been on, man? That's what Dave was doing for us at AccuTech. We'd, we'd bring in the Romanian guns. Dave would open up the magwells for us so we can make them double stacks. And they, but they put were out. single stacks when they got imported. They meet the 922 R requirements with American parts. Mm-hmm. And they can open the magwell up. Huh, okay. Yeah. So no, uh, I've I've only done mine off of parts kits. I've never bought a a yeah, uh, single whenever, stack gun. Whenever you get one when you buy one like a, this is a Century Arms gun. When you this is a crappy Polish mag. When you when you buy that um when you buy them they all the around the magwell is always it's always in the white where they huh. where they milled it out. Yeah. No idea. Yeah. Today you learn. Yeah. So uh, hold on, let me get some comments in here. Schmitz and Giggle says using the AK is always a good day, which AKs are in songs, man. They're in rap songs, probably a bunch <laughs> there, of other songs. How many how many countries have it on their flag? That's what yeah. Well, Richard Maunder is saying that the AK is even on a flag. How many countries do have that on the flag? You got you got to go to Africa to get that. It, yeah, it is got to be I think African. It's like yeah, I'm gonna say African nation. <laughs> <laughs> and of course the land of uh walter kellerania quick spin around the shop yeah um, yeah absolutely yeah let's take the spin let's see boom um by the way where is the hank strange gun i still haven't seen it i'm just saying you see yeah that? yeah i want a, i want enough. hostage uh photos ooh, ooh. cnc machines a couple of cnc ooh, machines that's my that's my jam right there. Machines, right? We got. Yeah, your finger's in the way. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. opening things up. Right, right, right. I see some guns on the table. It is. That is. Yeah. Uh, so here's the standard ones, right? That's everything we build. That is way too clean to be considered a gun store, gun yeah. shop. <laughs> they were busy cleaning up all of today. Like, no, I'm sure. look how clean that place is. Well, we, we, we hold a standard here, right? So that's <laughs> sure. You're, there's no way your shelves are usually all that organized. No, no way. Oh, organized. There goes Dave. I can see Dave. Dave. Yeah. Chris. And you don't met Robert yet, but he's uh, the one that up? runs our CNC machines for us. Okay. What's up, Robert? The guy running the CNC machines, always important. Of course, we've got the, the shop dog who wants to be underneath me, Weber. Okay. Very cool. No, yeah, our shop is always this clean. Uh, we, we don't, we don't vary on that. Yeah. Slow uh, down a little bit somewhere so we can actually see some stuff. It is organized all the time. Look at that. <laughs> Everything is organized. Go slow, go slow. Otherwise we're getting lots of camera roll. I'm getting dizzy, dude. I'm getting yeah. dizzy. <laughs> yeah. So this is, you know, we just keep most of our parts here. They're bagged. They're organized. We categorize everything. Um, yeah, we, we, we Damn. keep it that way. So that's it. That's the shop, really. It's not very oh, big, cool. but we yeah. can drink out. You got what you need. It's, uh, yeah. it's 100 times bigger than my shop. Vanessa Kitty right. says, hi, AccuTech crew. Yes, Vanessa Kitty saying what's up to everyone. 
a shout out for you, you machinist right so yeah this is the sexy stuff right here mm. um so how many things can you see and see in this thing at one time is it four well the dual, dual action vices hey hank this is dave hey what's they're up dave hydraulic vices so that uh, they actually do two stations per vice so like this setup we're doing eight um eight parts per vice They're hydraulic, arrow or hydraulic actuated. Okay, so, what, so what what's the name of this machine? This is a Haas BF4. Okay, Haas. That's the typical one, right, Walter? Yeah, it's the more, yeah, it's pretty common, yep. Yeah, yep. okay. Envelope. Mm-hmm. In. Mm -hmm. in. This is a, a late CNC lead. By the way, uh, you know that that blonde. If you really don't want that, you can send that my way. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get it cleaned up first, and we'll talk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. So, yeah. Everyone oh, loves the machines. Are, oh, machinery is just. Mm. Yeah. I've had it for 22 years, and it still holds tolerance and makes great parts. So. Wait. So this is a 22-year-old machine? Yeah. Okay. That's very awesome. cool. Very cool. Pays the bills. You take care of the equipment. You know. Mm -hmm. that's, yeah, that's a big thing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Very cool. So you guys have about three CNCs, I'm going to say? We've got two mills and a lathe, yeah. Two mills and a lathe, okay. Very cool. Um, and so what about, and you're making the barrels in-house? Yes, we do that on the lathe over here. Okay. So we get a barrel blank, and uh, then we do the chamber and... Uh, the, the threads on the end, mm. and then the, so it's all done right here. Wow. Okay. Very cool. Um, uh, Schmitz, and Schmitz and Giggles wants to know what metal finishes do you guys use? I'm gonna throw that. Uh, metal finishes? Is that what you said? Yeah, metal finishes. Yeah. So we Cerakote, um most everything unless it comes in already. Like so, the bolt and bolt carrier are already. Um, <clears throat> they're uh, blued when we get them but so everything else went so your barrel assembly the receiver um the top cover those are all cerakote okay so i, I was going to ask when you mentioned the whole front end is done in shop in-house do you guys do the rifling or do you get in blanks and then profile oh, the blanks do the blanks and then do our profile on it okay uh, yeah, yeah there's there's not, but, there's not enough uh, room in there for a rifling machine. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's gonna uh, take. So it's gonna take a little bit more. Blanks and then uh, turn them ourselves. Nice. Okay. Cool. Um, steadily. I mean, go for, ahead. for most for most shops, I'd say that is about as home built as you can get. Rifling is like a to me. It seems like a really specialty thing. Like buy the blank that's ready to go and then do it all yourself. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, Steadly says uh, Malot has a quick change barrel AK they wanted to bring to U.S. market, but Obama's sanctions and Trump's apathy ruined that. Okay, surprise me. Um, and Tango Hunter says, why can't AKs have threaded barrel extensions on the receiver? Yeah, the trunnion is what, what stops that. I mean, well, that's what Malot was doing. They were going to make a AR-type changeable barrel. Wait, yeah. 
they are they, well, not that they're not making it just not coming here mm-hmm. so yeah. Well, I mean, you got also got to look at the the platform when it when a turning was created, right? When it was designed, was that a possibility? Was it worth making the cost of it? I mean, A B C D, right? So, mm-hmm. didn't invent the AK. We're just making improvements, right? Mm-hmm. Who did invent the AK? Since you brought that up, <laughs> asking for a go. friend, asking for a friend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Smizer, right? right? It was Hank not Smizer. the Germans. Definitely not the Germans. <laughs> no, not yeah. the Germans. This is how, this is uh, one of the few ways that I get my kicks from torturing Walter. <laughs> you know. Uh, what's that AK that you're showing there, Walter? Is that an underfolder? No, that's not an underfolder. No, yet. This is homemade. <laughs> yes. And when I mean homemade, um, oh, yeah. back, back when the band was still going on. Oh God! Look you at bolted that your that's own. A weld. <laughs> now it's a weld up. Yeah, and yeah. and um, Hungarian milled kits were like, they were right at a hundred dollars or less, which Ooh. is like now is like crazy cheap. Um, mm-hmm. I decided I was going to make my own AK receiver, so I basically had laser cut pieces made, and I, we milled down a, uh, a a demilled trunnion off of a milled receiver and made it into a like a sheet metal trunnion. And then welded the whole thing together, and I made the steel stock in the back here kind of looking like a valmet a little bit. Yeah. Um, and um, guess what? It works. Yeah. <laughs> it works well. So, yeah, no, I just basically just made my own receiver. So. Okay. So we got some yeah. questions here. We got some questions. Me Too on Tube says, can he show us a completed gun? Yeah, you can show a couple, right? He did. Yeah. Yeah, we can, we can yeah, show it again one. if you don't mind. Yeah. People, people are always going to want to see the gun several times. Right. Yeah. So uh, we're getting ready to do that. Um, see one of these. Yeah. This is, this is what it comes out of the box if you wanted a green one, right? Mm-hmm. And this is like 1250 you said, right? Just as it is, right? Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's what but, you get. So like I said, this is all Cerakoted, Cerakoted, we Cerakote all through here. But most of your internals are going to be blued because that's where, you know, we get them that way. So. Yeah. Uh, Schmitz and Giggle says that they wanted to know um, uh, bar- what barrel material, i.e. Four, uh, 416 stainless, et cetera, et cetera, melanited, chrome lined. You know, what what's what are you guys doing with the, with the barrels? It's 4150 is what it is. Um, and then nitrided, and then we, we do the outside and then Cerakote it. So the inside is going to be nitrided in 4150. I've heard good things about nitrite barrels versus uh, chrome being harder, so uh, it, more, slightly more durable. On the nitride is it, it fills in those those pores and increases the rock wall, the, the surface hardness, that kind of mm-hmm. thing. Uh, chrome line from a lot of the contacts I've talked to was more because the Russian ammo is corrosive and uh Chrome's easier to clean, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, does does it make the gun better, or worse, that kind of thing? Actually, it's less accurate. Yeah. Is. And also, when you make the barrel and make the chamber, you have to allow for the chrome buildup too. Oh, so, so you you under or oversize yeah, it, and yeah, then it's more complicated. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So uh, easier, just I mean, I know a lot of people like the the hammer forged chrome line barrels. They think they last longer. I mean, like I said, it was really because the the ammo was corrosive when you're. You know, stockpiling ammo like that, chrome is easier to clean. So okay, yeah. um, Tango Hunter says, can he show us uh, what room in the shop people go in um, to put it puts the lotion on? 
And then um, Adam Smith eighty six says, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, lotion room." I don't know what this means. I'm not sure. You guys have a lotion room? I didn't know that was a Colorado thing. (laughs) Don't have a lotion room. But yeah, it's <laughs> a weird thing. It puts the first lotion you got, first, on you got, skin. first you got to smoke a little bit outside, and then you come put the lotion. Eight one seven LDS says, "Can I ask where do I go for cheap Glock uh, Gen three parts? I'm trying to build a polymer eighty. Good question. Um, there is no, there are no cheap parts. That's unfortunately, um, I, well, some places have some stuff. I think Brownells because all they're all they're doing is buying like." police guns and trade-ins yeah. and stripping them of the parts mm-hmm. sell them for the price of the gun and then they sell the they sell the frames for dirt cheap mm-hmm. yeah so um yeah i don't know about what i don't i'm not sure what would be the cheapest maybe uh babyface knows i know um brownells has some parts kits and stuff like that that they sell that you can get a couple of things if you if you uh they always have sales and things like that going on and then yeah. what's what's that other thing um is it wolf uh lone wolf wolf yeah, Lone Wolf. Wolf, you can get some good parts. Brownells sells Lone Wolf, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, um, another place bad. to get really inexpensive barrels, and there's nothing wrong with them, is Bear Creek Arsenal. Yeah. Yeah, those things work really they well. They sell their Glock barrels. If you're looking for straight-up replacement barrels, super cheap. Yeah. So. Um, and you can always get, like, uh, police. Uh, you might get some cheap police guns. Yeah, but the parts kits are – you never see a Glock parts kit for less than three, three and a quarter. Never. Because they don't have to, because it sells. Yeah, <laughs> it's one of those things. Well, that's where, true. Yeah, you know, it's a it's, very popular thing right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, Aries Firearms Training says, "What's up? What's up, Trey? What's up, um, Trey? Let's see. Uh, Jafari H wants to know if you guys make a fully coated titanium nitride finished AK." No, <laughs> that'd be a good. That'd be, no. that, that would be golden. <laughs> quick, quick answer: No. I can tell you guys of a place that does do well. You you would have to buy the gun and then send it to them. Right. Um, down here is oh, what's the name? The, Ford's Customs. Oh, okay. M- Ford's For, Ford's Custom down in oh god, where is this? Right near here. That's where I got my Python done. Um, they did the blooming of my Python. They'll do custom uh, nitride. Gold plating. They'll actually do real 24 karat plating if you want that as well. But yeah, that's they got un- polished the shit out of it. Yeah, that's insane to me. But they do do the titanium yeah. nitride. Jafari well. H says he means uh, gold titanium nitride. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, WMD guns also, but it's yeah, gonna WMD. be expensive. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. Is it's gonna be it's gonna be real expensive. Yeah. Just for a wall hanger, because you're never gonna shoot it. Mm. Uh, is it worth it? <laughs> yeah, I know of one that I saw that they finished, and they were like, "Yeah, this is a lot of work." Yeah. Because it's, because have, they also they can mess it up, and if they mess it up, they have to take all of that off. Mm-hmm. So it's it's to brag to your friends if that's what it's. About. I totally, I, I would have, totally have one. I have one safe queen, and that's the Python, and that's everything else is shooter grade. I'm not. Yeah. I don't have any gold AKs sitting around here. I would totally have one, uh, and I know. Yes, he's right. Yeah, what's Crystal River is where they're at. Crystal River, okay. And I know people are going to say this. By the way, guys, uh, next Wednesday we have Cabot Guns. Uh, Robert Bianchin from uh, Cabot Guns is coming on. You know, and I know there's going to be people like, oh my god, I'll never, I'll never spend that much on a, um, on a 1911. Now, how's it go? Oh my god. Yeah, you know what though? If if you if you really love these things, you you would, you know. He's, if you, you set them free, you you would yeah you would scrape the money together you would totally get one. I would have a gold plated AK, 
And I know yep. that in Vegas, what is it, Battlefield Vegas, you can go in there and you can rent a full auto one. A full auto gold plated yep. AK? Yep. You can, mm-hmm. you can you can play Uday or Kusei or yeah. Kusei <laughs> Talk about decadence, Jesus. Yeah. Just remember, all three of them are dead day. So uh, yeah. yeah. Okay, but you know you're gonna be fine in Las Vegas, going to Battlefield Vegas. They have a lot of cool I'm, guns. I've been in the safe there. You can you can rent a minigun. You know, um, they will actually come to your hotel and get you. They will send a limo for you. I think they have a limo you, Humvee. <laughs> Hey, listen, sure. if you got the money, you can do just about anything. You, yeah. you, come my ho- you come home to my hotel, get me. Yeah, now. You be my yeah. Chinese vet. If you come have on. the money, Battlefield Vegas will let you crush a car if you pay for it. It'll let you. We've talked, we'll to, we've talked you. about the Cambodian cows. Like, you can do anything you want if you got okay, the money. Okay, you can't do that in Vegas, I'm just saying. <laughs> RPG, RPG, the Cambodian cows. Yeah. yeah. You can't do that in Vegas. That's not an easy thing to do. If you want to do that on your time, I'm... You I'm gotta Cambodian. Yeah, I'm fine with it. Um, uh, yeah, Aries says... Uh, so Trey says, we have a gold-plated Mac full auto. Boom, I'm going to shoot that bad boy. Does he really? Yes. <laughs> I'm going to shoot it. Mac 10? Or a uh, Mac... Uh, we have uh, a Mac plate uh, Mac... Um, um, yeah, look, you're going to have to clarify that. I'm guessing it's a Mac 10 or Mac 11. Gold like plate a Mac. Mac 90? I don't know what he's... Yeah. I don't... Gonna, well, yeah, they could be so many things. It could be a Mac 90. could be a could Mac be a 10. Macarov, a Macarov. could be a Mac... A lot of Yeah, it could be a Big Mac. could be anything. could be anything. Um... Uh, Rob D. New York Outcast says, even being plated, it would be a scratch magnet, wouldn't it? Yeah. 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 Uh, maybe. Not necessarily. I mean, Not that's necessarily. Right. They obviously have more storage space than I do. Yeah, Thompson. So. T- they, there's a gold-plated Thompson. Uh, just, just get you. Just, just, just go get you a good AK. Seracoding. This is actually this one here. Seracoding. I swear by seracoding. That stuff is great. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, I could tell you this. Walter and I, we are going to uh, wait till you guys see what we do with that uh, 10 millimeter <laughs> high point we have. It's going oh, I got, I got something in the know. day, though. It's going to be delicious. It's going to be delicious. It's going to be badass. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be right up there or something. Finding Saddam Hussein's bunker. Yeah. You're going oh, to like it. You're going to like it. I can tell you that right now. See, look. Do I need to like order some gold leaf or something so we can put on it? It's gonna be. It's gonna be. All I can say is it's gonna be delicious. I don't know if we'll be dictators, but you know, I don't know if it's coming up to that level. Dictating on a budget. Dictating oh, on a budget. Gotta, and we'll, and we'll even we'll let Patrick. We'll let uh, we'll let you shoot it. Yeah. No, that's all I ask. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have a special request. I have a question here that's being asked of me to ask. Okay. All right. Um, what about gas adjustment? Any plans, of, like any kind of adjustable thing for silencers or pressers or anything like that? Yeah, or? So, so we've talked about trying to make our own um, gas block be adjustable, um, but you know, there's also the piston uh, as well. So we haven't decided which direction we want to go on that if we're going to do that. Um, but there are, I mean, those accessories are already available. I know on like Hank's gun, we put an adjustable piston so he can do that. Um, 
Right. So we know that works on our firearms so that, I mean, down the road, it may be something where we offer that as a, a purchase. Hey, give us a call and we can do our own gas block. But it's something we got to toy around with. I mean, we're still a young company. We released the firearm in October. So, I mean, we haven't even had a whole year yet at this. I mean, yeah, we have a lot of experience building AKs between the four of us. Um, we just really right now we're focusing heavy on a production rifle and then we can start toying with things as we're more successful. Okay, cool. Um, have you seen some of the self-adjusting, like um, the, the the folks sponsoring us, Franklin Armory, um, they have the Ops 416, that's a self-adjusting piston. It's, it's uh, you know, it's for an AR. Yeah. But um, I'd right. like to see them do that for like the AK. That'd be cool. It'd be something that we would be, you know, willing to test out if, you know, if they get serious about it. And we have, you know, we have a collection of AKs as well, just like you guys have that we can, you know, put it in several different ones and play with it. I mean, it's something we, we want to build friends in the industry and grow as they grow. So if it's something that, hey, we can pair with somebody and, you know, at, at a decent price, we can offer that, then great. I mean, if we have to make it in house, we will. But if someone like that says, hey, we have this cool part and we can add value to your firearm and there's no reason, you know, not to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The sky's the limit, baby. Sky's the limit. Like um, I said, we're, we're, AK, we're AK nuts as well. So we're constantly yeah. playing with things and pulling with things and seeing what we can do with them, you know, all the time. So, I mean, like, um, we talked to Hank once upon a time and I did it to my firearm. I drilled a hole into my uh, charging handle so I can use it as a close quarters site. And, you know, it works pretty well. So. We're, wait, we're wait, 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 don't, don't, don't just dust over that. You drilled a hole in your charging handle as a close quarter sight. Yeah, so I rotate the gun sideways, and now I can actually use my charging handle as a, a sight. Yeah. Just like a little peep? Is there any front? Yeah, so like this, just right? Just a little peep like, sight. Like this. Yeah. You could, yeah. yeah. Oh. That, that's, that's something I've that never makes, heard of or thought, kind of makes but sense. It, makes, yeah. it makes sense. Yeah. Oh, Why you got to be all tactical on us, Patrick? Right. I mean, I just, it's my personal firearm and it's stuff I play with, you know, it's, it's things that I look at. How can I improve this to fit me? That, and should, what be I, a, that should be a thing. Because yeah. all you need is like a little, you would need just like a clamp on a thing. Oh, clamp you said, you set baby here. face off. You shouldn't have done it. Uh, coming out and then sideways. <laughs> you set right. baby face off now. Yeah, that's interesting. Okay. <laughs> he is on a roll. Send me your gold-plated one, and then I'll play with it, and we'll figure out. What it <laughs> we'll put some holes in it, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, if we ever get a gold-plated one, it is not being shipped anywhere. <laughs> it is never leaving. It's never leaving. Yeah, that's cool. By the way, that um that um upgrade is called the Hank. <laughs> no, Joseph. Joseph calls it the gangster hold. I'm a gangster good hold. <laughs> so you are gonna put one of them holes in my Draco? That's yeah, you gotta tick yeah. tick tick. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at your ass through my hole in my charging handle now. Yeah, you could probably use that charging handle on its own without putting anything on it, right? You know, the idea came from I was talking to some people who, uh, you know, overseas guys, lots of deployments, combat stuff. And they uh, it was something we were taught and we've used in the past and uh, was just kind of, hey, can we actually make this work? Yeah. Um, okay, so Tyvin Show, and don't don't think don't get this twisted, Patrick. Tyvin Show says, Hank, did you get a butt tattoo to have them make an AK for you? <laughs> so um, that's a real thing, Babyface. You want to explain what that is? The AK guy, the guy that's making the fifty cal AK. Brandon, Brandon, Brandon Herrera. Uh, he put it out there that anybody that would show up to the 
Clash Bash and get a butt tattoo of his logo would get a free AK and somebody took him up on it. <laughs> <laughs> I think multiple, multiple people. There are pictures on yeah. Instagram. I've seen them. And all I think right. he said he's taking all comers or coming all take something like that. You don't want to put that kind of thing out because people will do anything. Forget. Oh, God. Yeah. Yes. yes. They probably yeah. tattoo themselves for a hot dog. So <laughs> <laughs> Oscar Mayer, get the wiener on our on your, yeah. wiener on a wiener. <laughs> I'm getting free lunch, man. I got me a cool ass tattoo on my yeah. ass. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Adam Smith 86 says Hank getting a tramp stamp. Oh uh, no. Right, that's how he got no. it. <laughs> My butt does not need any extra <laughs> any extra damage <laughs> like <laughs> with tattoos or anything like that. It's not that First of all, I don't even have a butt. <laughs> I have a very a classical Indian have no having a butt. The, the one part of me that's Indian is the butt. The buttocks. Yeah, so one does not exist in other words. So that's not a good place. That's not a good place. Mm. No. Um, I would have to do face tats or something if I did tats. Oh, God, you're going to be, uh, like, what's his name? Uh, Mike Tyson? Huh. Um, I guess, or yeah, Mike Six Tyson's nine. the originator. Yeah. Well, I was thinking, uh, oh, God, what's the white rapper? Oh, Jesus. White rapper. Eminem? Um, Post Malone? Post Malone, that's what I was oh. thinking, but yeah. Yeah. Did you see the, uh, this is way off topic, did you see the picture of him the other day in Walmart with a open carrying? In he's Walmart? A true, he, He's a true gun guy, 100% true gun guy. I totally believe Post Malone's ass would be up in the Walmart. Where, yeah. where, 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 <laughs> he probably was, drove a Rolls Royce Wraith yeah, up to the Walmart. <laughs> what state was that? Uh, Texas. Oh. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. I think it's in Texas. No, no, it might be Missouri? Missouri? Uh, I can't remember, but they, somebody posted a picture of him open carrying. Okay, uh, see if you Walmart. can find it. Yeah, see. Oh, hold on. Let me see. Post Malone, open carrying Walmart. Let me, oh, it'll come up, search. I guarantee. Yeah, now I got to search it. Did you guys see the chase that was on the news this morning with the RV, the woman in the RV? I heard about what? it. I didn't see it. Yeah. What happened? Um, this woman stole a, um, um, an said, RV. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um she stole a, an RV and was on the run from the cops. Um, yeah. Yeah. So how did that turn out? Really bad. Did she roll it? <laughs> yeah, she was smashing into all kinds of things. Um, I'll have to see if I could. Uh, I'll have to see if I could find that. But yeah, she was smashing into different cars and stuff. The front window, all kinds of stuff was busted up on it. One of the dogs just jumped out while she was in motion. You know, what? uh, yeah, we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to, uh, we're gonna have to find that here at some point, but it was in the news. Um, okay, hold on, there's pictures. Let me see. Let me, it was in Utah, by the way. Yeah, hold on, let me throw this up here. So, is that Post Malone, Walmart open carry? Oh, yeah, <laughs> representing. And by the way, that looks just like a plasticky Glock to me, nothing fancy. <laughs> it wasn't yeah. carrying anything expensive. Yeah, that is a Glock. Isn't yeah. it? I think it's no. I think oh, it's let me let me ask a Is question a for the crowd here. Uh, I would not even recognize him in if I was walking around there. Look at the what kind of rapper wears these kinds of shoes right here. <laughs> Hang on a second here. Wait, what no, those are, gators. those are gators. Those are gators. Gator? No, man. I take it back. He got no. slippers on. I got, yeah, I take it back. Those are gators. Yeah. Yeah, those are gators. Um, got to respect that. Uh, Patrick, I know you're into boots, man. You're. Yeah. Yeah, you're a boots guy. Gotta have good boots, man. That's where you spend your money, apparently. This is something I know about you. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. You gotta have a good Ariat. Standards are great. Yeah. You, you have good boots, man. This is—is is this a Colorado thing? I don't think so. I yeah. think it's just a—I think it's a farm kid thing. You grow up on a farm, you like boots, man. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, so in the last 10 minutes, I'm going to get into something controversial, and it just hit me. How has weed and guns mixed in Colorado now that it's state it legal? Mix. It can't well, mix. It can't on the 4473. It can't. What but, Has anything come of that? Not really. I mean, I, I mean, we haven't seen anything. I mean, you, you don't – I mean, I haven't even heard of a report of a gun shop having to, like, turn down a crowd of – high people i mean <laughs> yeah people, i think people kind of know that you can't go buy a gun when intoxicated right? yeah so yeah call i mean really the biggest issue you see in colorado is is just the political game right is uh our governor won four counties a whole four of them and became governor so that's cool 62. and uh out of 62 counties he won what? four how um, on earth does that work well, they, it, it works because there's no electrical electrical uh, okay. college that's kind of thing oh, all right. the populations in those four counties that's how yeah. it works Right. So, I mean, right. So that's I mean, you really see more issues politically of them wanting to take away guns like we just passed the red flag law and all that stuff. And, you know, we had what was it? I don't know. Twenty some sheriffs came out and said that they weren't going to enforce it. And it was a horseshit law, so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. And the government still passed it. Right. Even though half the state's saying we're not going to enforce it. So I, I don't know. That's we see probably more problems with that than you see with the, the marijuana and guns mixing. Aren't they trying to recall the guy that pushed that? Uh, red yeah, I, I think right now every pretty much everybody in our state uh, government is being recalled. I mean, <laughs> it's just that's I mean, because we, we voted for people even in the rural areas and they signed on with the red flag uh, bill. Of like that. We so have like, how in Colorado, how right. we have Jeez. those here as well. So yeah. all the Californians yeah. moved here and they want to bring their laws with them. Yeah, that's so. that sounds like Florida. <laughs> well, that's 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 the problem with this state. Yeah, um, all these New Yorkers, from New York, and New Yorkers come down places. and go. Oh, we want yeah. to make it just like New York. Yeah. Not well, all New Yorkers. Pay. I'm a New Yorker, and I didn't we, do we, that. We but. don't want we don't want to pay no taxes, but you know, you really don't need those guns, do you? They yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah. Um, right. I got so, a I got a, a Glock question here. You brought up Glocks before. Um, I got a, a friend call me today that had a painted Glock. And he was wondering how to get the paint off the Glock to take it back to black. Is there any way to do that? Soak it. I, acid. I think it. That's tone. Well, acid. I think it's. I think it's painted with like Cerakote or something. Ooh. So. Oh. Yeah. There's an easy way. Um, you gotta blast blow it, it up. You have to right. blast it. Yeah. Yeah. Blow it up. Yeah. And yeah. it has to be You, you don't want to blast it. I see. You couldn't blast it. Like I use silicon carbide. So silicon carbide. It eat, eat that damn thing up. So. That's the problem. Is getting it back down now is going to be a pain in the ass because i told me just to paint it black they <laughs> suggest blast like if you if you watch the cerakote stuff they always say like if you mess up cure it blast it do it again so yeah. but that's on that's on metal yeah so yeah. here's the thing did he was it a bad paint job or something or he just doesn't I, I, like it's, the color it's, it's, it's painted a color he don't like i guess oh okay trade it in with someone yeah just get to sell it yeah trade just, it just trade. get some more cerakote and paint it black yeah. you can't okay. cerakote doesn't stick to cerakote yeah well, then you have to spray etch it, etch the surface. Mm-hmm. Sell, just sell it. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly. Just sell it. Get rid yeah. of it. <laughs> sell it. Sell it. Trade it. Maybe someone else I mean, has is a... it. Is it a good color like flat dark earth, or is it a I hard no color? Like purple? Yeah, is it purple? Color. Yeah, exactly. That's if what I was going to say, Patrick. No. <laughs> <laughs> if it's purple, SoCal Gunner gave us two bucks. He says that's why we can't give up electoral college. Yes, exactly. Uh, right? Yeah. Exactly. Now, by the way, here, I'm going to play. You guys will have to see this in the replay. I'm going to play this footage of this woman um, driving around, smashing up people's cars with this RV. It's kind of insane. 
Um, and then here's the here's her dog. It looks like a pit bull is like hanging out the uh, windshield and then decides to jump out when it's moving. We should see that here somewhere soon. But it's it, like in this, you know, these this has to be California where they do these helicopter chases. So anyway, yeah. eventually they catch up to her after she smashes up a couple of people's cars. They catch up to her and uh, lock her What's up. So. Really? No. Huh? Oh my God! Look at that thing! Holy yeah. shit! Yeah. Um, you know, people think. You know how much property, people's property, she destroyed? Yeah, a lot. I, I I'm all a for lot. making people. They got to pay for it somehow. I don't Is care there, if they got. I don't. I don't care if they got to pay for it for the rest of their freaking life. They got to pay for it. Yeah. Um, the only one that I've ever thought was kind of awesome was that guy that made the kill dozer you guys remember that back in yeah yeah he ran a bunch of shit over destroyed the whole town yeah Mm -hmm. the mayor was trying to take all of his shit and he got tired of it so he rolled him into a bulldozer and started (laughs) blasting the town man (laughs) he made his own tank basically Mm -hmm. yep yeah you know what (laughs) that's crazy yeah yeah uh let's see hillbilly nitro says i bet you voted for hillary (laughs) <laughs> who knows I bet she didn't vote who knows uh, yeah. <laughs> probably right yeah yeah uh, Grant someone says it looks like Grand Theft Auto um, and uh, Aerie says that's how you get your ass beat by the cops no she's fine and uh, Moobutt says shocked that wasn't in Florida no it wasn't in Florida let me see if we have any Florida news because yesterday we were talking about this Patrick I don't know if you saw this in Gainesville in Gainesville they found a shark a hundred pound shark Wait, I what? Yeah, look it up. They just found in a creek. Land shark. Yeah, dead. It was dead. They found a in in some creek where there's alligators and stuff. They just found a hundred pound shark. Did somebody bring that? (laughs) What the hell does that get there? Yeah. Um. Is is someone trying to share their screen? Okay, that's Walt. Was was dumped by somebody yeah so it was a shark that was dumped. i think it, yeah i think it was someone's pet that's my theory could have been yeah could have been in a in a something yeah that was someone's pet let's see if we can find some uh i don't know if you have this in colorado patrick but we always have some crazy florida man news hey, yeah there's no such yeah. thing as colorado man yeah there is one Dude, dude, we, we, we don't get all excited like that, dude. Yeah. <laughs> oh, let's, yeah. dude, let's go for a hike right now. That happens all the time. Hikes always, this is the thing that I notice. Hikes always break out in Colorado. <laughs> they break yeah. out. What the hell? It's like a flash hike? Yeah, I was in Colorado and I was hanging out with this guy. He's like, oh, man, this is like a cool place to go for a hike. I was like, no, dude. Mm-mm. <laughs> no, we're not, I'm not. I'm not just randomly stopping and going for a hike somewhere. Go for a hike. Yeah, dude. but you guys apparently do this, right? Right, Patrick. You just like maybe you heard of a there's a waterfall tuck back there or a good fishing lake or something like that. So you gotta go. You know, I'm, I'm, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if you gotta go. yeah, if I can't drive there, no thanks. <laughs> I'm not randomly going for a hike. Yeah. <laughs> Right. So. Where's, where's your sense of adventure? Put those jeans into work. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, see, Dave agrees with me. Dave agrees with me. He must not be a true Colorado person. I'm fourth generation Denverite. Oh, okay. Oh, well, okay. All right. He hangs, out, he hangs out the city and goes near lakes. I mean, that's that's the thing. Yeah. I go to Nebraska for if I want to hike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Um, okay, let's see here. So let, I got a Florida man thing, but it's a guy, a Florida man with concealed gun in his waistband shot himself when he took it out. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. yeah. Bad, um, bad safety rules being followed here. So yeah, I'll look up. Yeah, find you a good Florida man. We got yeah, that's one not a good left. one. I'm not even gonna. Yeah, I'm not even gonna really show that one because it's not really that good one. Uh, uh, number one right now on our Florida man. Florida man doesn't pull over his pickup truck from for cops because he's receiving sexual favors from Florida woman in passenger seat. That's what the hell's wrong with that? <laughs> I'm busy. How's, how's that a crime? <laughs> I, I feel like once a week our radio our local radio station in the morning does like news from Florida just because. We are we sitting got, here like, what the hell is wrong with everyone in Florida? We is got good water? shit down here. <laughs> yeah, man. We just having fun. We live in life. We live in life right? out here. <laughs> yeah, it's real out here. You know, here's one thing that we did not talk about. I don't know if anyone wants to. We can do it maybe in this last couple minutes. Uh, Huawei. Does anyone Does anyone out there have a Huawei phone? Who has a Huawei they're, phone? They're the ones Huawei that are what? Right? Huawei yeah. phone? Yeah, Huawei yeah. phone. Huawei. Huawei is what it looks like when yeah. you... <laughs> nope. It's pronounced no, Huawei, Huawei, but it, yeah, because right no. now with this whole oh, that's trade one, war, that's one from China, right? Yep. Yeah, with the whole trade war going on, uh, Huawei phones have kind of been like, uh, I think Trump signed an executive order saying that U.S. companies can't work with them, and then Google um, basically uh, stopped supporting them. I think they got a temporary reprieve, but the thing with, um, other than the trade war going on. Huawei phones are wide open that the uh, Chinese could spy on us, you know? Oh, yeah, and yeah, and the, the people on the top of the company are in the Communist Party. Mm-hmm. Uh, hello, I got news yeah. for you. All the executives over there are in the Communist Party. Yeah. They, um, <laughs> a couple years ago, they were bringing in laptops that had a backdoor slash spyware thing built in. Um, and it, they were saying that it was for, some, like, it was some custom solution that they had built for some sort of like security thing. And one of the, the engineers I was looking at it was like, Microsoft has this feature built into Windows. Why would you put a backdoor in unless you were looking for nefarious reasons? No. Yeah. The US, gar- US government was buying um, modems from that company that had uh, chips in it that did that yeah. stuff too. Also, here's the big thing about Huawei. They are going to be, they're a pretty big phone company, billions, billions, billions of dollars, but um, they are the number one people that have the hardware that we need to go 5G. I guess we'll stay for them. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on, really? We yeah. can't do that stuff? Really? Yeah, we can. We, we can. can. Yes, we, we can. can but we're not most in of that, America. Most of, the, most of that shit is stolen from us anyways, to be quite honest. This goes, you know what? This goes back to what we were saying about AKs to bring this full circle, Walter. One, well, AK stolen. I agree, agree with that. That's true. That's what Kalishnikov said. Yeah. Um, and two, you know, huh? Once, you know, when, once, once the uh, Russia opened up a little bit, they were all pissed off because you make a, you make AK, you no pay me no money. Yeah. It's like, um, well, that could homie, you you traded AKs for oil, you traded AKs for sugar, you traded AKs for everything. So that's what yeah. happens. Also, um, collision. Uh, he was in a communist country, so I don't know where he's. Yeah, you know, he could have been like, um, um, what's his face, and flying in a private jet, but no, he was a commie, so you know, it didn't work that way. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, uh-huh. but. Oh, the- um, so, Stoner, Gene, Eugene Stoner. Gene yeah. Stoner, yeah. The thing is, is that, um, yeah, I think we absolutely can, but it be, just because of money. I think Ericsson, from what I saw, they can they can do this stuff, but it's just going to be more expensive. So, 
Yeah, very interesting. Um, I just wanted to see if there's anyone out there in the world that has a Huawei phone because I hear there's lots of them in America right now. Yeah, but I, you can I buy them on one. buy them on the internet. Yeah. Yeah, you I had one. A, okay. Mm-hmm, I had a uh, the it was before they Google came up with the Pixel. The Nexus 6 is, I think, what I had, and then I switched to an iPhone. Okay. Well, you're a millennial, so we understand. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. 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 The rest of us won't do it. Okay, so cool. <laughs> let's uh, let's wrap this up here so that these guys can close up the shop. I don't know what time it is over there <laughs> at this point. Hey, it's only 7. We're, oh, okay. They're good, yeah, right? They're, yeah, they're good. They're good. <laughs> Two hours yeah, difference. Yeah. They're going to have to work extra now. They've been right? trying to be quiet while – they've been, like, making everything by hand while we were – <laughs> while we were over here doing this <laughs> I think it was fun hopefully people got lots of questions and stuff like that answered so um, let's start off let's start off with you Patrick um, how can people follow AccuTech how can they find you guys get in touch with you uh, we're the most active on Instagram um, so AccuTech Arms on Instagram that's where we're uh, the most active we, we post stuff on there pretty much daily um, we answer we respond to uh, DMs, comments, anything on there. Uh, outside of that, you can go to AccuTechArms.com. Uh, reach out to us via email or phone as well. Uh, but if you want to see what we're doing on the daily and uh, range days and all that stuff, Instagram is going to be the best place to follow us. Uh, we'll we are on Facebook, but typically what you see on Facebook is just being shared from Instagram. Uh, we're working on that. Uh, we we want to kind of break up content. Facebook will get some stuff. Instagram will get other stuff, and then. Uh, I guess Hank's going to bug me until I get a YouTube video up or page up and running. Instagram's going to be the, the, for you to, to be in touch with us and see what we're doing. Yeah, stop going for uh, walks in the mountain and get some, get some <laughs> yeah, YouTube not, videos up. It just snowed <laughs> on Monday, so like one last trip. It snowed on Monday? Yeah, oh yeah. What? <laughs> it's, it's like 100 degrees here. It's still yeah. snowing in America. Oh my God. Yeah, this, like, we still have skiing to do, guys. Yeah. Christmas is not for us. Yeah, it's global, global warming. Got to go up to that lake in the up the mountain and do a little ice fishing or something. Yeah. 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 Okay, so make sure you guys um, check those uh, check out AccuTech. Uh, what about you, Walter? How can the oh, folks? Because you're about you're about to go. Well, you know, you're not going off till next week. You're going to be here Tuesday. Next Wednesday. I mean, okay. when you when you're uh, when you're oobling the five thousand dollar nineteen elevens, I'll be on my way to England. So. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, so uh, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, the Safety Hour Firearms, and then um, Mower Death, and then also over on Gunstreamer, too. Um, there's some Twitter stuff that gets simultaneously posted. So, yeah, stay tuned. And when I go over across the pond, I'll be doing stuff all the time. So Yeah, we expect yeah. lots of posts since you're, you are a social media monster now, so we expect. Yeah, uh, i got to feed the beast. Once yeah. you start feeding, you can't stop. Yeah, so. we expect tons of posts on that. Uh, Babyface um, P, what about you? Uh, baby underscore face P on Instagram, Babyface P on YouTube. More videos will be coming out soon. Um, I actually need to edit one tonight and maybe put it up tomorrow morning. The lathe chuck, the three-jaw chuck is done. It's ready to be used. It came out beautiful. Ah, oh, it looks so good. And you can actually like spin it with one hand and open it up. It's amazing. Um, but yeah, more videos will be coming up. Uh, so go check it out there. And it, hopefully as I learn to use uh, lathe, we're going to people can learn with me because I know nothing about. We're going to have to we're going to have to uh, have a thread cutting. Yeah. Oh, yes. oh, it's the idea of thread cutting seems scary to me where it's like, uh, no problem. Once you get to uh, the theory, yeah, no problem. You bump its levers and. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Now, let me ask you this yeah. question, baby face. Do you have a gun streamer? 
Uh, yeah, I do. I think it's okay. Bayface P on Gunstreamer, and okay. I believe they auto-import all my videos. So, Sweet. yeah, if anybody is on there and wants to look, I'm on there, too. Yeah, awesome, awesome. I uh, haven't really been dedicated to it, but it is there. Okay, good. That's cool. Because they're bringing over your stuff so that That's right. if I have YouTube a good drops the bomb on you, you got a backup. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, what were you going to say, Walter? Were you going to get something? Oh, nothing, nothing. Just a little chuckling. That's oh, okay. Uh, Patrick, <laughs> did you have something? Nope. Okay, all right. Let me just drop. It's not the end here. Let me drop the uh, outro, though. Let me just drop that on the people here. There you go. Make sure you subscribe. Thumbs up. Ring the bell so you can be notified. Uh, you know, of course, a big, big thank you to Franklin Armory for uh, sponsoring the podcast here as well. Shout out to everyone that's out there. We won't be here tomorrow or Friday. We'll be back sometime next week. Uh, not Monday either. <laughs> oh, Monday's a holiday. Yeah, Monday mm. Monday's a holiday, so we're going to be off. We'll probably see you guys on Tuesday, and uh, Walter will be here Tuesday. Wednesday is going to be uh, Robert Bianchin from uh, Cab of Guns. That should be a good show. I think uh, Babyface will be here for that one as well. Uh, I need a... I need to bring my like expensive stuff. Show up. <laughs> yeah, me too. On tube says need drink, a drink with my pinky out. Yeah, me too. On tube says need a link for AccuTech. Um, there's no H in it, so it's A C U dash T E C for anyone out there. Um, obviously, we're trying to help them raise the profile and all that stuff. But if you're looking for it, that's the best way that I could tell you guys. Um, what, what did you want to say to that before we go, Patrick? How people can yeah, find I was gonna say no no H um, on our Instagram, no spaces, all caps. Uh, that'd be the best way to, to find it. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a picture of a rifle. So when you see, it's two two AKs stacked on top of each other, that's our our profile picture. Yeah, absolutely. All right. If it, uh, does anyone else have anything? To say, speak now or forever. Hold your peace. Okay. Out. Walter. Sh- oh, let's all show AKs. Let's all show AKs. There we go. All right. We are we are out of here. We will see you guys. We'll see you guys next week. We're out. Peace.